Hello, friends. The Morally Flexible podcast is devoid of any redeemable qualities. This show is basically a couple of drunk people doing some movie reviews, discussing topics that will make most people sick, and sharing life lessons of no educational value. Think of it as tainted domestic wisdom. This is a two to three hour podcast. If you have the attention span of a squirrel, please stop listening and unsubscribe. We also provide spoiler-filled movie reviews. If you haven't seen the movies reviewed in this episode, please stop listening and go watch them. Lastly, this show is full of explicit content. If the words shit, fuck, bitch, whore, cock, pussy, or jizz bother you, it's probably too late. You've already been triggered. Hit stop now. We at the Morally Flexible Podcast thank you and hope you enjoy the show. It's the Welcome to the Morally Flexible Podcast. My name is Josh and I am your host on tonight's episode. It's all about Spider-Man, Spider-Fever, mm-hmm. Spider-Universe, Sony-Universe, all that other bullshit. We'll be reviewing Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and then uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. But first, sitting across from me, as always, he is the Miles Morales to my Peter Parker Oh. Mr. Michael Weed. Mike, how are you? Doing great, especially with that comparison. You like that? I did. That's good, huh? Yes. That's, that's very nice. It's very nice. Uh, it's fucking cold in here. I can't feel my hands. Really? Yes. I feel warm. I'm having a difficult time. That's good. I Maybe I need to drink a little bit more. Yes. You think that'll that's help? That's the solution. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, we got a, uh, two more iTunes reviews. Oh, we did? Yes, we did. Did they have anything bad to say? No, they really oh. didn't say anything at all. They just gave us five stars. Oh. Which well, they, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Yes, that is wonderful. Thank you. Please, thank you. Thank please you. Please feel free to leave a review, even if it's telling us to go fuck ourselves. Exactly, because I want to hear these things. Uh-huh. So if you want to contact us, uh, email contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. Facebook, it's Facebook, The Morally Flexible Podcast. Am I right, sir? Yes. Excellent. Twitter, at The Morally. Instagram, morally underscore flexible underscore podcast. And if you want to check us out on Anchor, it's anchor.fm forward slash morally flexible podcast. Let's drink. Tonight, Michael, what did you bring us? I bought you, brought you some Clontarf. Is that... The Klontarf? The Klontarf. The Klontarf. We we haven't had the Klontarf since I think that was, we weren't even in du- double digit episodes at that point. Oh. I, I, Talon and I tried it once. It's uh, it's not fruity. I'll, I'll say it's that. It's not. No. It is has a very nice acetone taste to it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Clean your teeth. I tell you what, it's going to blow out my liver and my insides. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Do you, do you recall what the uh, alcohol by volume is on it's this? only 40%. Really? Yep, 80 proof. It definitely tastes higher, but tastes, it's not. It tastes a little <laughs> higher. And I'm sure people are, who know alcohol are just sitting there going, Jesus Christ. 
ABV <laughs> does not change how it tastes. I beg to differ. Yeah, uh, I've had some high ABVs that didn't taste, but most high ABVs I've had are you, you taste it's gasoline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a huge difference. But anyways, um, yeah, I guess this is uh, why we've never revisited the Clontarf. Mm. But you know what? Is it'll still get us drunk. That's right, and that's all that matters. Little bit of a news, shall we? Mm. Welcome to the Weekly Report. Today's date is December 15th, 2021, because I like to give people a date reference. Starlog. Yes. Mm. Because, you know, our show comes out on Fridays, and I want people to understand that we're talking about stuff from Wednesday. Two days earlier, (laughs) but whatever. Well, the news this week, you have to be a very deft hand at avoiding all the Spider-Man No Way Home shit. No shit, It man. was incredibly difficult looking for stories on the various websites because mm. that's all there fucking is on there. Yep. You have to... As soon as I see Tom Holland or Red and Blue, I just keep scrolling <laughs> to get by it and hope that I don't see anything. Mm. So... We did get some trailers this week. We did. We did. We got a few. I, I think I bombarded you this morning you with did. several trailers. It's a good way to wake up. Isn't it, though? Yes. I, I do that when I'm sitting on the toilet, shitting. Uh, I'm oh. like, no, nah, I'm going to send this to Mike. I just know you're thinking of me on the toilet. <laughs> of course I am. Always <laughs> thinking about you. The first one that I watched and the one that, honestly, I'm kind of the most excited for the unbearable weight of massive talent. This mm-hmm. is Nick Cage playing Nick Cage in all of his glory. <laughs> it looks so fucking funny. I <laughs> I saw this and I'm just like, oh my god, take my money now. It looks so fucking funny, it, man. I love the fact that he is able to to turn go meta on this mm-hmm. and and make himself a caricature. I think yeah. that's great. It's very funny. What, wasn't he in being John Malkovich? Yes, he was. Yes, so he was. Yeah, he, he's done. You know, he's been in a movie where he wasn't the subject, <laughs> of course. But he he will join a, a, a list of uh, a long uh, or a long list of actors that have done these types of roles where mm. they play themselves. Jean Claude Van Damme did it. That's right. Still haven't seen that movie. No, probably not going to. Mm-mm. But, you know, the boys and This is the End. Yeah, that's right. They were all did parodies of themselves. So I think, I don't think this is going to be a resurgence or a renaissance for Nick Cage, but no. I think this will be well received. Oh, absolutely. It's got, I mean, just the one-liners in the in the, in the the trailer, the whole, I'm 44, 44 years old. Why the fuck would I see Croods too? I know Face Off and Con Air. Goddamn right. Fucking awesome. I was That's, like, yeah, <laughs> this, this guy. That Yeah, Ike Barnholtz is fucking hilarious. I mean, mm. this cat, pretty good cast, uh, mm. especially Pedro Pascal. Yeah. I was shocked to no see shit. him in this. But yeah, Tiffany Haddish, mm. uh, Neil Patrick Harris. 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 Haddish. Harris. 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 Fuck. Uh, Sharon Horgan <laughs> also is in it. Uh, yeah, this looks pretty fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Now, look, if he wants me to fuck his wife while he watches and I fuck <laughs> his wife, and I'm like, damn. Okay. And it looks like he's going to be spoofing some of the parts that he's done. Mm-hmm. My favorite scene in the entire trailer is where dude shows him the mannequin of him from Face oh, Off. Yeah. And he's like, this is gaudy or whatever. He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll give you 20,000 for it. I'll give you 20 grand for it. <laughs> 
So that comes out uh, April 22nd next year. Rated R, thankfully. It was a nice Red Band trailer. Yes. Yep. Really enjoyed that. So, yeah, I'm down. Mm-hmm. Then we uh, saw a trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Mm-hmm. No rating yet, but the first one was PG, so I'm assuming they're going to go that route. No R. God no, damn. No, no R-rated Sonic. <laughs> that would be a unique experience. That could be a lot of fun. Yes. Especially if J- you kept Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey could go off the fucking <laughs> chain in that. I, yeah. Again, take my money. Yeah. So it looks like everybody's coming back, and now mm-hmm. we're adding uh, Idris Elba as Knuckles. Yes. This is pretty cool. cool. This was a good trailer. It was cool, man. I, I'm excited for it. I am too. We I enjoyed the first one. Yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Sure shit was better than the Pokemon movie. No kidding. Which BT dubs, we've re- reviewed both on the on this show, so mm-hmm. go back and look at the old episodes. <laughs> But yeah, I I like Sonic. I like I think Ben Schwartz did a great job voicing him. Mm-hmm. I think everybody in it was was good time fun. Oh yeah. So and this looks like it does more than referencing the video game stuff and everything. It looks awesome. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sega Genesis. So will we go to the theater to watch this? That's the question. That that's kind of you know it's funny the movies my anticip- anticipation level can be gauged by whether I'm going to go see it in the theater or I'll wait for it on Redbox. Mm, yeah. I think that the Nick Cage movie, that may be a theater. Yeah. I may have to go see that, that in the really theater. That fucking yes, funny. Yeah. It, it does. It's probably going to tank. Oh, yeah. I have no doubt. Yeah. Very few people are going to go see it. The true Nick Cage fans out there will. That's right. I think they have their target audience right there. Guys, uh, you know, 35 to... 35 to 40. 40. They've seen Con Air. They've seen Face Off. Yes. Yes. 100%. So, yeah. Sonic 2, probably going to be a red box more than likely or streaming. Unless I can get the little one convinced Mm, to go. And she might be ready for that next year. Mm. She hasn't seen the first one yet. So, Mm. maybe I, I have time to introduce it. Next film, uh, Michelle Yao, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Yes. This was a trip. It was a trip. Everybody's get, catching multiverse fever right now. No kidding, man. It's crazy. So, this, uh, this looks kind of cool, though. This is a good concept. of It reminds me of uh, The One. Yes. Right? Uh, yes. It, it Except sense. for instead of killing her alternate self, she's harnessing her alternate yes. self. Yes. <laughs> yes. We've got, we've, we've got inward on this. Yes. Yeah, I I love her. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for that. I almost did not recognize Jamie Lee Curtis. No shit, right? Right? Yeah. And it looks like she's the big bad in this, which is going to be cool. Mm. So or at least someone auditing her taxes. I can't tell which. <laughs> right. Well, there was a scene it looked like she was blowing somebody up. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell, but yeah, the whole yeah, the multiverse thing where, you know, she's what runs a dry cleaning business and one, and mm. then she's this and all, you know, different people, different, uh, different professions and others. But yeah, I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Very yeah. intrigued Excited by this red box, but still, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll check it out. Here's another red box, but I'm excited. Uh, Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre, de guerre. which means ruse of war, by the way. Mm. Guerre. Giri. 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 So Guy Ritchie's Guy Ritchie's back. Brought Statham with him again. This is like the sixth film they've done together. Mm -hmm. But we got Carrie Elways, Audrey Plaza, Josh Hartnett. Right? 
Who knew? He's still around doing stuff. Uh, this is his second Guy Ritchie film. He was in Wrath of Man, which I, I haven't seen I yet. haven't seen Wrath of Man either. Right. So he was in that. So apparently he's making a comeback. I'm up for it, man. I, 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 love, love, I love that kid. He yeah. was in some great movies. Oh, fuck yeah. But we also get, you know, Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. And Hugh Grant has had a very nice uh, kind of career with Guy Ritchie. Mm. I loved him in The Gentleman. Yeah. Did you? you I did you see saw that. that? Yes. I fucking, that was Guy Ritchie returning to form from, I, I, most of Guy Ritchie's movies I love. Yeah. I, I do enjoy them. Mm. King Arthur and stuff like that. <laughs> Not particularly, but I, I really enjoyed, I, I love the Sherlock Holmes. Those were really with, good. With, with yeah. Downey in them. Mm-hmm. We are getting a third one. So very excited about mm-hmm. that. But I like his movies quite a bit, and I know that he's kind of the punchline of many jokes these days. But yeah, what are you gonna but do? I thought I thought the gentleman was was de- definitely kind of a comeback for him, getting mm-hmm. back to his roots. And this looks a little more actiony, mm-hmm. but I like the cast. Yeah, Aubrey Plaza, man. I know as an action <laughs> star, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing I'm what that game. looks like. I'm game. She's so fucking hot. She's funny as shit oh, too. I man. love. Oh. She she is weird as shit, uh-huh. but yeah, I I love her. Mm-hmm. She, she's just yeah. So interested to see her as an action star. All right, so there's the trailers. We'll get to you in a minute. I promise. I promise. Okay. There was one more trailer we saw. What was the other one? Fantastic Beasts. Secret I didn't even book. write this down. Wow. This is no, how rushed did. I was doing notes. <laughs> yes. The Secrets of Dumbledore. Well. I don't I th- know why I brought it up. <laughs> I think. No, it's because I sent it to you. Well, I think they uh, finally figured out that nobody gives a shit about Eddie Redmayne and what mm-hmm. we want to know about is Dumbledore. Yep. So Jude Law getting getting called up to, to headline, it would mm-hmm. appear. Eddie Redmayne wasn't in the trailer very much. No. No. Which is kind of where they're going to have to go with it if people are going to watch. <laughs> Ain't nobody care about no. Eddie Redmayne's character. And that was I, the I don't thing. Think. It's like, yeah, the Harry Potter universe is cool, but it's cool because of the characters developed and it became popular because people read the books and then watched the movies and, it, you know, and that was good. They built a whole world there. They're trying to do this kind of side sidekick or these side stories off of it with the Fantastic Beast thing. It just didn't land. Well, did, no one gives a shit about this guy. Correct me if I'm wrong. They didn't do a book about this prior to making the movie, or did they I do don't a Fantastic Beast book? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, not that I know of. So no, they did not have that advantage Mm-mm. of the literature being there and people to, who have, had already fallen in love with the franchise. But yeah. Makes sense. Jude Law. Mm-hmm. He's ready to headline it. Yep. And this will be referencing, you know, material that's in the books. There's some source material here for sure. Which so. is, yes, because I've always been curious about his, you know, pre-Harry yes. Potter career. What was Rita Skeeter going on about? Yes. yes. We, we have many many little hints and, and nuggets that were dropped throughout the course of the Harry Potter movies <laughs> and the books. But, no, I, I want to see this. I want mm. to see see uh, Voldemort as a kid. Yeah, I want to see little Tom Riddle mm-hmm. show up. Seems like right around the right age for it. I think so. Yeah, yeah, maybe. A rise to power. Although I don't know how old Dumbledore is. I'm sure they say it in the books. He's probably like a thousand fucking years old or something like that. I think they do, but I can't remember for the life. He's up there. He's up there. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. Clearly, I'm really excited for this because. <laughs> 
I forgot it. Also, I probably won't watch it. Yeah, I'm not sure if I will. I, I, I like to think I will, but I don't know. I haven't watched the other two. I won't go to the movies for it, I'll tell you that. No, I <laughs> guarantee you. Uh, have you seen the other two? No, uh, the first one, but it, I don't remember really a goddamn thing about it. It was not memorable. I just every time I like have a moment and consider doing it, I mm. just... I stop and I watch a Harry Potter movie. <laughs> there you go. That's a good decision. That's all, all I need to say. That's right. Yes. Uh, I have some, a ScarJo update. Oh, really? ScarJo did an interview with uh, Collider, I believe, talking about uh, her working with Disney and the MCU in particular, specifically as a producer. Oh, really? Because they're doing Tower of Terror, remember? That's right. Disney. I don't think she's yeah. in that. She's producing it. Oh, really? Yes, I think. I should do more research, but it, it, whatever. It well, sounds to me like now she's Now that's not... a fact, so now yes. she's not in it. She's yeah. been, she's been She cut herself as a... And now she's that, just a producer. That's right. All right. That's right. But when asked, you know, after all the shit that went down with Disney and everybody else, she said, uh, and I quote, she, or sorry, she said that uh, she likes working with her quote unquote, creative family. So now they're family again. Mm. It's amazing what money does. It fixes everything, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't it, Michael? Yes, it does. Yes, uh, they uh, yeah, they drove up a fucking dumpster <laughs> truck full of money and dumped it in her front yard. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, be a producer. You'll get some of the back end on this. That's okay. Right. I love you guys. That's got to be part of the deal, too. It's like, hey. Oh, no. Work. That, that yeah. was the producers. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That, that was part of the deal. And also, apparently, she will be producing some type of MCU property. Oh, okay. Or be a producer on something. No idea what that is going to be. Hmm. Black Widow 2. Uh, the prequel with Florence Pugh (laughs) yes let's go all the way back to Black Widow's beginning yes we'll do the interim in in Black Widow between when they ran away from their the 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 family the Red Room yeah when they went in the Red Room it'll just be all Red Room stuff yes yes Yes. we'll dive more into Budapest Budapest yes we'll actually get to see them uh, doing it up in the vents yeah oh god I can't wait (laughs) I'm sure Jeremy Renner's really excited for that (laughs) <laughs> hey hey guys uh, thanks for the tv series when do i get my own fucking movie you assholes <laughs> still haven't watched the last the, the fuck i haven't watched the last two episodes <gasps> yet really i haven't had time oh i've been working so fucking much i mean you you came in tonight i was still working on the sure. outline for the show that's how fucking busy i've been <laughs> and i completely missed a trailer right ah that's all good so J.K. Simmons is returning as Commissioner Gordon in the Batgirl movie. Oh, okay, right well, on. Of course, the question comes out. Well, are you? Is this the same character from the Snyder Justice League? Hmm. Well, yeah, it's the same character. But, but is he in is the, it Snyder the same universe? universe? Yeah. And he was very coy about it. Mm. Very coy about it. So well, what you're saying is we need to read really heavily into this. And yes, and there will be another Snyder movie. I think that this he is going to play Commissioner Gordon as he decided to play Commissioner Gordon in whatever movie he's in. And it's up to Warner Brothers to decide what's connected and what's not. All I'm hearing is... Uh, God damn it, I can't remember the name name of it. Uh, Final Crisis. Final Crisis. Yes, Final That's Crisis is coming. Final Crisis. <laughs> Despite the fact I don't think Commissioner Gordon was in Final Crisis, but still, fuck it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it all the way. 
Look, man, he got nothing to do in the in the Snyder movie in in mm-hmm. Snyder's Justice League. Even no. even his cut, he really <laughs> didn't have much to do. So he can play that character however the fuck he mm-hmm. wants to. Well, but, he's a good person to play it, but, honestly. Yes, yeah. but yes, this will fuel speculation. I'm sure. Mm. It's all connected. It's all connected. <laughs> Flash is going to fucking get rid of all this shit, kids. All of it. <laughs> all of the Snyder shit that happened. They're going to yep. get rid of everything they don't like. And they're just going to start back. Keep, yep. keep the stuff that they do like. And reset done. Let's forget about everything. Yeah, I love those 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 uh, mulligan buttons like that. They are great. <laughs> Just wait. We'll give it five years. We'll do a reboot. It's yeah. fine. Nobody, nobody will fucking notice. So Kingsman 3 will start filming late next year. Mm. Uh, Taron Edgerton is returning. Not sure about Colin Firth yet. Did you watch Kingsman? Yeah, I've watched them both. Oh, were they good? Yeah, loved them. I haven't seen them. They're good movies. Yeah. Violent is mm. all hell. Mm, I should watch it then. Oh, oh my God. Especially the first one. Yeah. There's a scene in a church, and that's all I'm going to say. All right. Family Guy spoofed it once at one point, but oh. it's yeah. You watch. Yeah, I need to watch yeah, it. Yeah, watch the God first damn. one. The, there's a prequel coming out. Uh, I think in the next week or so. It's called The King's Man, and it's yeah. I saw a trailer for that. Ray Fines and what is it? Uh, God, what's her fucking name? That Gem- one lady, Gemma something or other. Gemma Smith. <laughs> Not Gemma Smith. Gemma Apatow. No. Arthur, Ar- <laughs> I always fuck her name up. Jim Arterton, I think is her name. Oh, okay. Yeah. That one. So. And you mentioned Zorro a few episodes back. I did. Yes, you what did. What do you have? There is a Zorro TV show in the works at Disney Plus uh, starring Wilmer Valderrama from that 70s show. Oh, shit. Fez. Yeah. Remember Fez? I do remember Fez. So he will executive produce as well as star in it. Oh, nice. So we're reimagining this Disney classic as a compelling period piece set in Pueblo de Los Angeles, but told in a very modern telenovela style with richly drawn <gasps> contemporary characters and relationships set against the action, drama, suspense, and humor of the original iconic Zorro. Wilmer shares our commitment to reflect the interesting and rich diversity of the human experience, and we look forward to delivering a culturally relevant and entertaining story with definitional it's a word characters that will connect with our viewers for generations to come. That was one of the producers on the show that said that. Well, if they're doing it in like a telenovela style, that sounds amazing. I, and I'm absolutely in for it. Did you ever see the George Hamilton Zorro, the gay blade? Yes, I did. Okay. Yes. I'm thinking something That's that, that would be right up that alley. I would love the shit out of that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's Disney plus they'll tone it down a little bit from, mm. from that, but no, I would love to see, Something a little Just over the top. Over the top yeah. acting. Yes. yes. I love the overacting. Yes. Oh, yes, please. But the good news, it's not set in modern day. And, and it's not about a hacker. Yes. <laughs> exactly. When I read that, because I saw the headline, I'm like, oh, God, no, it's really happening. Oh, Jesus. And then I read read the article. I'm like, oh, thank God. Because I, mm. I don't think I could have handled that. And yeah. no, no, no confirmation if Antonio Banderas will show up in this. So this one, he doesn't necessarily need to be there for this. If they do it in a telenovela style, I don't think he needs to be there. Oh, dude, he'd fit right in. He would fit right in, and he'd do great on it. But if he's not there, it can still work. Okay. If you're gonna do a serious movie or semi-serious movie, you have to have him in it. But 
you're doing like a telenovela series about it and kind of reimagining it, that's fine. All right. You know. I'll definitely watch that. Okay. I have one last item, then I'm going to throw it to okay, you. Okay, that's you, fine. You I, I, I have very show. little. So. Okay. So there is a Gotham Knights series planned for the CW. It's the same uh, creators as Batwoman. Mm. However, this will not be in the Arrowverse. Oh. Yeah. So... They're just doing a new thing. I, I guess that's, appears to be what they're doing. The several of the, I mean, Arrow is done at this point. Yep. It's been done for a couple for a of years while. now. Supergirl ended this year. Mm. I think Black Black Lightning finally threw on the towel. All that's left is the Flash and Legends of Tomorrow mm-hmm. and Batwoman, mm. and that's it. Oh, and I'm sorry, Star Girl. That's the other one. Oh, but that's, that's right. kind of jumped back and forth. But it seems like they're slowly. Kind of getting rid of the Arrowverse. I mean, the Flash is on like fuck. What it's eighth season right now, so it's yeah. it's not long for the world. Mm-hmm. Still love the show, but yeah, it's yeah, it's it's not long for the world. I think that cast is ready to get the fuck out of there. Most of their original cast is gone at this point. I think Grant mm-hmm. Gustin is and um, whoever plays uh, Iris are about the only two yeah. that are left from the original cast, which sucks because the new people are terrible. Yeah, that's what happens, and that's that's usually what spells death. That's the death knell for a TV show, but it's yeah. So it's not, and it's also not based on the video game that's coming out, Gotham Knights. Hmm. So here's the synopsis that they they gave out in the show in the wake of Bruce Wayne's murder, which follows the video game. Mm His rebellious adopted son forges an unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they are all framed for killing the Cave Crusader. And as the city's most wanted criminals, this renegade band of misfits must fight to clear their names. But in a Gotham with no Dark Knight to protect it, the city descends into the most dangerous it's ever been. However, hope comes from the most unexpected of places as this team of mismatched fugitives will become its next generation of saviors known as the Gotham Knights. As I burp. (laughs) That sounds terrible. Yeah, it does. So is it going to be Damian Wayne leading? It sounds like it. Leading a ragtag band of of, of villains. Leading the descendants. Yes, (laughs) yes, exactly. Exactly. A villain's version of Teen Titans. (laughs) I, I don't know. That's man. exactly what that sounds it, it, like. It does. It sounds yes. The Descendants and Ro- and Damian Wayne are gonna fucking <laughs> fight crime in Gotham. <laughs> Fuck. I hope they burst into song. Just oh at yes, times. please. Just random dancing. Yes. Extras that don't know what to do with their hands. And uh, I don't. I don't yes. think Disney will, uh, will lease out those characters to uh, Warner Brothers. Probably not. Something, something tells me that's not gonna happen. <laughs> but maybe they'll do a crossover with some Marvel movie at some point. You know. It's all. It's all going to be one thing someday. That's right. Well, Disney will fucking either buy Warner Brothers or will acquire the rights to all the DC stuff, and then fi- it's finally happening: Justice League versus Avengers. Oh my god! And no one will be happy because everybody feels that Superman should beat Hulk, and mm. I'm in that camp. But I, I mean, <laughs> Captain America could take out Batman and Iron Man and. You can't please anybody. No, you can't. There's there's too many people on both sides here that it's just gonna nah. just gonna piss everybody off at the end. So Michael, what do you got, fella? What, right. what couple of things you got there? So the first thing I have is a segment for your why segment that you like to do. 
Um, Why? And that one. All right. So uh, Avril Lavigne will be turning Skater Boy into a feature film for its 20th anniversary. You mean Avril Lavigne's replacement? Uh, the uh, You haven't heard that conspiracy? No, I have <laughs> Is there a conspiracy? There's with a it? conspiracy theory about her that she was replaced, died and was replaced many years ago by like a, a double. I've heard a lot of those, but I haven't heard about Avril Lavigne. Which explains like, because her, her appearance has changed, changed so much, yeah. you know, over the years. So, yes, that's... It's, I love it's, that it's, conspiracy. It, it, it's her fucking body double. Those are my favorite ones. Oh, the ones that they're, they're completely harmless. They're just weird as shit. The, I fucking dig that shit. I guess shit. Paul McCartney... Yes, I know that one, one point, yeah. Yeah, they talked... Yeah, whatever. Paul's dead. There's there's a, there's some deep, weird shit about that. Uh, my nephew's really into that one. That's fucking <laughs> bad shit nuts. Okay, so Avril Lavigne is turning Skater Boy into what now? Into a feature film. Oh, uh, get- so... What? So she claimed it in an interview, uh, and but she, there's no notes about any company picking this up. But however, Paramount Pictures actually originally back in 2003 uh, planned on doing it. Well, of course, in 2003 because they it came did. out in 2002, and yes. they were trying to get make some of money. Of course, so it made sense back then. So I don't know. She like she wouldn't clear. I looked everywhere I could. I don't think this is actually going to happen. But she's sounding off like, oh yeah, no, it's already in talks. This is happening. You know, I'm, we're making this into a movie. I honestly think that I did he- read about this somewhere. There's no way this turns into a movie. I just skipped past it because it. He said was a skater boy. She said, "See you later, boy." He wasn't something something. I don't remember the words because it's been fucking twenty years. Why does everything have to be so complicated? I don't, I don't even remember what was on that album. That was a different song. I think. Okay, it was the same album. I think I don't know. That was when she was relevant. Uh. This so when that album came out, mm. I was. A little too old for that album. You were, I was 12. Okay. So <laughs> I was, when was that, 2002? 2002. Yeah, I was 23 at the time. Yeah, you were, so too, you were I, aged out I, of that. I was aged out of that pop, sh- that poppy type of shit. Oh, yeah. I was still back in the 90s. Oh, yeah. music I was like, oh, a girl who plays guitar. So cool. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to stick with why. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so that's where I'm at. Who's going to go see that? Um, women in their mid thirties. Okay. That's about it. Okay. <laughs> That's a very small audience. Can we turn there. a no doubt album into a movie? I mean, there we but, go. Or, <laughs> Limp biscuit, yes. hot chocolate, starfish, oh, hot dog okay, flavored water. Done. The movie. Done. I'm in. I'm in. You give me, you give me Fred Durst life story. Oh, there we go. <laughs> rolling, 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 rolling. That's right. What else you got? Uh, let's see here. Uh, so you have to tell me if this is news or not. Uh, Black Adam director Jomi Colette-Sara. Sure. Okay. Uh, has teased the role of the Justice Society of America in the film. Quote, you have a couple of seasoned veterans like Hawkman and Dr. Fate, and you have a couple of newbies like Adam Smasher and Cyclone. And that chemistry and coming together to try to defeat someone who's undefeatable like Black Adam creates a lot of interesting situations without having the pressure to carry the whole movie. That's a much more fresh way in. Yes, accurate. Uh, we did talk about this several episodes back. We talked about uh, Black uh, Adam. But... We, not la- not the last time we talked about Black Adam, but prior to that. Disney, Disney fandom. Mm-hmm. They talked about that. Yes, Pierce Brosnan's going to be Dr. Fate. Yes, okay, we did talk about, we did talk the, the, about them that. being in it. Yes, yes, they are going to be in it. Yes. yes. So accurate. Okay. 
and that in Black Adam and Justice Society of America are usually the, in the at, com- at ends. No, no. There okay, are that's, ti- that there, was my there question. There are times he's on the team. Interesting. But, but, and that's probably what's going to happen. He'll start out as the bad guy. It'll be a whole, he'll turn into the anti-hero uh, type thing. Okay. No, Black Adam kind of flirts in between. Yeah. He'll go through a couple of years where he's a villain, then another couple of years where he's a good guy, mm. quote unquote. But for the most part, he, he stays in the that that kind of gray area. Mm. So yeah, he's okay. Justice Society, totally. Yeah. So. All right, cool. Uh, the other thing I have here is just an opinion thing. Uh, so Chadwick Boseman's brother, uh, Derek Boseman, uh, said in an interview that he thinks that uh, T'Challa should be recast. Um, what do you think about it? I don't. I I think that it it. I think they you know they didn't really write him off and or anything like that. He's just gone, and I, I I'm fine with it. Like, from a from a personal standpoint mm. and looking at it with my my business cap on mm. it would be suicide to ber- to try to recast him yeah suicide that that's right up there with trying to recast you know Carrie Fisher after she died yeah y- y- which why would you so. you can't there's no fucking way right there's no way and and like i said just for me as a fan mm. no yeah. No, we don't need to. There are plenty of other stories that can be told in his honor. Now, yes. the, the part that sucks is yes, they have to write him out. You know, the, at some point, the story, it, it, and it's going to be one of those. Oh, T'Challa died doing this, and it's going to be an off-screen thing. He fell down an elevator shaft. <laughs> yes. Now you could have him in the Black Panther outfit. You find a voice actor that can kind of that can do an approximation of his voice. Mm. Or sample some other shit, whatever, mm-hmm. and then Black Panther dies in the first, or T'Challa dies in the first ten minutes of Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean that could work. They could go the Fast and the Furious route and just oh, have him drive God. a slightly different angle away from the rest of the the Avengers, and then they just talk about him like he's like, oh well, he's watching the kids. Because that's all they've done so far with him. I did watch the Everything Wrong with Fast Nine. Did you? Did you love it? That looks like the worst fucking movie ever. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny. I cannot believe the shit. Jumping the car over the broken bridge with it attached to a cable. Oh, yeah. Are you fucking, that was right in the beginning. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? You know what we should do? We should review Fast 9. I can't do it. Oh, let's no, do it. I It'd can't be so much it. fun. I can't. Do the, the, no, I, you guys I, write in and tell Josh we need to review I Fast 9. I don't want to. His I head will explode. I don't want to do Fast and Furious <laughs> movies. I don't like them. And yes, I finally the the car in going into space. And at that point, mm-hmm. I went, how, how is this franchise still making money? That's officially jumping the shark, nuking the fridge, whatever <laughs> fucking <laughs> phrase you'd like to use. Come yep. on. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even like they were in a space shuttle. It was a car with fucking wings and and, and a jet engine on a jet engine on the back of it. Are you fucking kidding me? What was it? Was it a Fiero? I can't fucking remember. I, I, I don't know. I just thought I saw Lu- Ludacris and you know what Tyrese Tyrese in the in the car, and I just went, "Wow, this movie made a lot of money," mm-hmm. and I don't know how because of family, Josh, but. Yes, that's true. And watching <laughs> what Charlize Theron got to sit in a jail cell for the entire film. She probably filmed for about three days and made like $4 million <laughs> off of it. Fuck. 
Whatever, man. And now Cena's on the team. Yes. Is that? Yes. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Because family, Josh. Oh, my God. Ugh. That's the plot. He spends three quarters <laughs> of the movie trying to kill them. And yes. And, and then, then he stops because family. Yeah. Yes. No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I, li- uh, I liked uh, the fourth one and the fifth one. What about the first one? Yeah, I like the first, first one. First one too. was really good. Second one was garbage. Funny. It was it was a trash movie, but it had some good one liners in it. And the uh, third one I'll was, take my cutter back. And yeah. the third one was garbage. Third one was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> the plot of that movie, the end of it is like uh to solve our differences, we will drift down a mountain. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I must have blocked that from my mind. That was the whole thing. Is like it was the the guy going against the kid with the yakuza, and then it's like they're fighting over the girl, and to decide whose honor is not besmirched, they drift down a mountain. I must have been drunk <laughs> as fuck when I watched that movie because I don't remember any of that you shit. Don't? No, that was like the whole second or all, the whole final act. <laughs> all I remember is Vin Diesel showing up at the end and driving off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, because they're like uh, we we get. We couldn't get <laughs> couldn't get Paul Walker, but we can get Vin Diesel to come on for two seconds. When the fourth one came out, though, they they kind of they got everybody it back. Turned into a like a real movie. The first one was all about just ooh race cars and not. Well, the first and, one had like a plot to it, kinda. and a twi- you know, and like oh, he's undercover and he's working these street racers and this and that. And so it had a plot to it. That was good. It was Point Break with cars. Yes, it was. That's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah. The second one. Uh, not so much. It was, it was trying to rehash the first one and it, they didn't land Vin Diesel and it just didn't work. And the third one, uh, they were just like, Hey, car movies make money, man. Yeah, Let's keep right. doing this. Yeah. We could jump on this. There's a lot of kids that are into the, the, uh, the cars with the underglow. Let's yeah, do this. Need for speed, man. That's you right. Know, That's exactly you know, right. Aaron, then, Aaron uh, Paul did really well on that one. Was <laughs> he the one in that? I don't remember. Uh, the need I, for speed yes, movie. Yeah. I never saw it. I never saw it either. Wow, how did we end up on Fast and Furious? I don't remember this, what we were this... talking about, but I don't have any more news. Okay, good. <laughs> I think this, yeah, oh my God. We really need to go to the movies. Mm. Let's see, what did we do this week? Oh, yeah. We continued the spider fever. Spider fever. Into the spider verse with fever. Into the Spider-Verse with fever. That's right. We decided to uh, be Sony bitches this week. We watched Venom, Let There Be Carnage, released October 1st, 2021, rated PG-13, runtime, one hour and 37 minutes. Thank you. (laughs) We appreciate it. Synopsis, Eddie Brock attempts to reignite his career by interviewing serial killer Cletus Cassidy, who becomes the host of the symbiote Carnage and escapes prison after a failed execution cast the only people that really matter tom hardy as eddie brock venom woody harrelson as mm. cletus cassidy carnage michelle williams as ann wang naomi harris as francis barrison shriek and reed scott as dr dan lewis the rest oh sorry stephen graham was in this too i'm sorry oh, he was detective mulligan right. i yes. think was or yeah it was mulligan Mul- was it mulligan something mm, like that mullen mulligan something yes yeah. So this, was, so this was written, screenplay was written by Kelly Marcel, based on a story by Tom Hardy. What? Yeah. Really? Yes. And Kelly Marcel. 
Oh. So she adapted her own writing. She adapted into her own story that she and, and Tom Hardy wrote. Mm. Yes. Directed by Andy Serkis. What do we know him from? Oh, like other things. Like he's Gollum. That's right. He is Gollum. And, and you know, Supreme Leader Snoke. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every other. All sorts of stuff. He's, he's in a lot. He's been in some things. However, he's only directed one feature film prior to this. It was uh, Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle back in 2018. Really? I yes. never saw that one. I don't think many people did. Yeah. I think, mm. you know, no, that was the Disney adaptation of the Jungle Book, their live action version of it. So no, The, the I, older one? That was like an earlier 2000s yes. version. Yes. Yeah. Uh, or like late 2000s, yeah. I guess I should say. All I know is every time we tried to watch it, the kid lost her mind Mm. she's scared but let's talk about venom yes venom venom 2 box office uh this did 493 million on a 110 million budget Eh, not bad yeah the first one made 856 million thank you covid (laughs) thank you covid we appreciate sure, it's it. It's not the learning curve. <laughs> it's not the learning curve. Rotten Tomatoes. Critic score was 59%. Audience score was 84%. Michael, yeah. this movie, the best word I can come up with, befuddled me. Befuddled? Befuddled me. Oh, that's a new word for it me. Was, it was in of itself an enigma. An enigma. I did not know what to think or what to feel. Mm-hmm. I was all over the place with this. Yeah. Okay. So here's how I'm going to do this. All right. If we're judging it based on it being a complete film with a complete story, cinematography, editing, everything else, this is a one out of five. (laughs) It was terrible. (laughs) However, I was entertained to death watching this train wreck of a film happen. Right. I loved the fuck out of this Mm. because it was so bad. Mm -hmm. Because the story made no sense. If I were going off of it just entertainment value, I would say a four out of five. Wow. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to give it a 2.5 out of 5. You're using decimals. I am on this one because I rated the first one 2 out of 5. And I like this one better than I like the first one. This one was better than the first (laughs) one. This one, it was way more entertaining. Structurally, as a film, Mm. was the first one better? Yeah, it made a little more sense. But no, this was way more entertaining than the first one mm. because it was dog shit. <laughs> Mike, please. All right. So uh, this one just reminded me, it had a lot of the same issues the first one had. They couldn't sp- pick a speed with Ven- Venom. Uh, they had characters that never really did anything in it. Uh, most of the movie was dragging between the first act and the final battle. You know what I mean? It was just... it. it I hate they went vegan with Venom. The whole he's going to, he eats chocolate, not people's heads. You know, like not bad guys' heads or whatever. Well, that's that, that's is com- that comic that's book comic accurate. accurate? Yes. It is. He, that's he, unfortunate. He, he, the, the, well, I know that chocolate is, but does he really like abstain from eating pe- uh, bad guys' heads? For the most part, I, it was kind of a storyline that they abandoned. Mm, that's because it's terrible. Later, it's boring. On, it, it's kind of dumb. Yeah. So, so well, what? I g- I gave it a two out of five. 
that's yeah. fair. Yeah, it's fair. It was it was entertaining. Like it was like I watched the whole thing. You know what I mean? It was like there's some funny fucking lines in it. Woody Harrelson's fantastic. He plays a great psychopath. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Somewhat that's, agree. That, that's it. Yes. That, this was that like Shriek didn't play a fucking role in this movie. Right. This was this was one of those where it is so bad it is good. Mm. I will fit it into that category. Okay. All right. That's fair. Let's break it down. Let's do it. All right. So we start off with young Woody Harrelson. Uh, worst ADR ever. <laughs> How about just have the kid use his own voice? I yeah. Mean, does, I'm really not worried about accuracy. That was weird. But that, yes, that was some bad <laughs> voiceover work. Really bad. They start off, of course, uh, cramming as much exposition down our throats as possible. Mm-hmm. Holy we, shit. We, we've got to establish that, you know, Cletus and Shrike or Shriek or whatever the fuck her name mm. was, they meant something to each other. They were lovers. They were lovers. Now, one thing that I found interesting about Shriek mm. during that scene was she talked about that her, like a mutation or her powers were out of control yeah. or growing. Is this a sign of mutant shit? Maybe? That's kind of what I was first. That was what intrigued me about that is like, is this like this is because in the rolling com- into in the comics, she is a mutant. Mm-hmm. Now, given that it's Sony, I highly doubt that Sony's going to be the one that kicks off the the whole mutant X Men stuff. So funny, but maybe it's something they attempt to cross over. I, mm. I don't know what they're getting at. I'm really happy. I, I was very happy the first time I saw Woody that they got rid of the the uh, the, wig, the wig, the really bad yes, wig the, from the the clown hair. <laughs> I was like, okay, that looks better. Looks a little bit better. Yeah, a little more cleaned up. You liked Woody Harrelson in this. I did not. Really, I thought he did. I, even though I completely dismissed this film mm. and just went along for the ride. Yeah, I didn't think he was particularly interesting in this hmm yes he was hamming it up but i didn't yes. think it was effectively hamming it up okay i, I don't know how, I, i'm probably not not explaining that very well but it just seemed forced and well, yeah i think i think that's supposed to i don't know i think that tracks forced i think it like i don't know i, I liked how he played it how he played the uh, mis- tried to be misunderstood. Oh, my grandma, my mommy, and my daddy all beat me, and uh, poor me. And then he's like, oh, but he's also a serial killer. So, I mean, <laughs> like, I don't know. I thought it was played up well for what it was. Okay. That's, but that's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. You hate on Woody. I'm not hate. I love I love Woody. I just, I, I didn't, I, I, I expected more out of him. Mm. And I, I expected him to like go full Nicolas Cage. Oh. And he didn't. It seemed like he was holding back. Like he was, okay. And mm. that, that was kind of my issue with it. I wanted to see him just go full fucking out of his mind. I could see where you say he's restrained. Yes. I think you could, I, I, I could definitely see that. But I, I think he had to toe that line with he's supposed to still be somewhat sympathetic with his love interest kind of thing. Cause that, I don't know how that, I don't know. That could have played still being over the top. So I don't know. I, I don't know. Did we need a love interest? No, we didn't. We no, didn't we need did. shriek at all. No, we really at didn't. All. No, we really didn't. Useless. No. So I did enjoy that. They brought something from the first film, which was the interplay between Eddie and venom. Mm-hmm. 
their conversations, their their dialogue, yeah, their inner dialogue. I enjoyed that a lot, mm-hmm. and I, I enjoyed it in the first film. Didn't feel like I got enough of it in the second film. Got more of it. Yeah. There are some caveats, though. Mm. This got very cornball at mm-hmm. times. I do love Sonny and Cher. The yes, that was funny. I shit. laughed my ass off on that. <laughs> that. That was very funny. The pace of this movie was all over the place. Yes, it was. It, it, there are some parts that were like, Jesus Christ, I find I'm on my phone. And, and the, there's other times where you're glued to it. And yeah. the tone kept changing. Mm. Was this a serious film? Is this a serious action film? Yes. Is this just a fucking stupid comedy? What What are we doing Exactly. Here? They couldn't pick a speed with it. Yes. I don't know if... Because Carnage is a truly terrifying character in the comics. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, is he a punchline? Because Venom felt like he was a punchline at times. But then at other times, it, it felt serious. I just... I. I was getting mm-hmm. whiplash trying to yep. figure out what the fuck they oh, were doing with that's, this. That's exactly what I said. And they did that in the first one too with like Venom Venom, where he can be super serious and scary and like he's bent on like he's going to do this and that and that, that that's what he's doing. And then he goes to super uh, emotionally intelligent psychiatrist mode and works with, works with Eddie on his issues, which is fine if you're going to play him up as a ham the whole time. Do that. That's fine. But then you can't take him seriously the rest of the time. I love that part. That's of this. a great part of yes. it. I do love that. But I don't. You know, it, they couldn't pick a speed with with it, whether they were going to do that right. or they were going to make him the serious like, well, I'm here to eat bad guy heads. You know, and that's yeah, yeah. And then then you know, like you said with Carnage, I saw a lot of where they want want wanted to play it up as serious, and I think that would have been the direction to go. But they didn't stick with it. No. So, yeah. Well, let's talk about Tom Hardy for a minute. <laughs> Tom Hardy was a little less neurotic in this, not by much. Mm-hmm. At least he got rid of the bracelets, which I was really happy about. <laughs> yeah. I just don't understand why they play this character like he slept in his clothes the night before. Yeah, and like he, when he goes to the restaurant and he's wearing the dirty-ass shirt under his motorcycle a, jacket. Yes. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah, I don't get that he's a sketch. Yeah, and get they downplayed it a little bit in this one, but it was still there. You it didn't was seem still as much like a tweaker in this. It was one, still but, annoying enough, yeah. for to notice it. I I did not particular. I was very neutral on him in this one. Yeah, the first okay. one could not stand him, but <laughs> yeah. this one, I it, it was he was it was enough of a of a kind of a pullback that I didn't really notice him. Mm-hmm. At that point. So, I don't, I don't know. The slapstick shit, I have no time for that. Mm. Them bashing into things. In oh, the, the whole fight in the, the apartment. fight in the apartment. That was weird. That was... And they went, went so long. But that would... The, the, the theme of the argument, the reason for the argument, that was... That was good. I yeah. liked that. I liked their inner conflict that they had mm. going on. Yeah. But then it turned into a fucking farce, you know, physical comedy, everybody getting bashed all over the place. Mm -hmm. I I just, I I don't have fucking time for that. Yeah. Yeah, It it felt like it went on for a long time. It it did. It wasn't as entertaining as I think it was supposed to be. (laughs) I I know that they were, yes, they were trying to go for some sight gags, but it it just, again, tone, what are we doing here? (laughs) I, I don't know what this movie's about, but there was this nice, good argument going on. And then it turned into a shit show mm-hmm. after that. I 
do not understand how Cletus got carnage powers. I don't get that. So him biting Eddie and taking a chunk off of him should not give him the carnage so powers. This is how I read into it. Cause I put a lot of thought into this to try to figure this out. Cause I was like, okay, so carnage is supposed to be another, another symbiote, a separate symbiote. I thought, but in this, so uh, when uh, Venom first sees Carnage, he says, oh, a red one, you know, and he freaks out about it because he's a red one. So that kind of says to me, I think what they're trying to play at is, oh, this is something that happens if someone ingests some of their, not blood, but whatever they they give, right? And then they turn into turn into this type of symbiote and, so, and that, that has to kill its uh, original host or whatever the hell. Right, so that kind of that kind of makes sense. I think that's where they were going with it. They didn't outright say it, which I I appreciate them kind of leaving it like that. But well, why make sense and explain things? Exactly. Uh, no, yeah. I'm fine with that. In the comic books, Carnage is Venom asexually reproducing. Interesting. He and Cletus Cassidy are in, he, Eddie Brock and Cletus Cassidy are in the same gel cell together. Mm. The character serial killer, same. I mean, pretty. Mm-hmm. They got that right. But Venom asexually reproduces Carnage. And with symbiotes, and this is a much later on development, Mm. their offspring are always much more powerful than they are. Interesting. Now, as far as the red one thing, I don't know where they got that from. Now, I did a little bit of reading, and yes, apparently in the comics, there was a, a time when a character bit somebody that had a symbiote and... I guess created one, but I don't remember mm. reading that. So that means it didn't happen. No, that's I'm, right. I, I'm kidding. That's right. But, God damn it. So the, that scene, I, I had trouble with that. I, mm. a, a lot of, yeah. a lot of trouble with it. Well, my, is it meiosis or mitosis? I can't remember. I don't remember high school biology. Probably mitosis. Mitosis. Yes. Mm. My mm, science, science folk, go ahead and chime in whenever you'd like. So after they get into their argument in the apartment and all the slapsticky shit happens and everything mm. gets blasted out, how do we end this argument? Uh, Venom ends up crawling up the ass of some chick on a bike, and now yes. and now Eddie and Venom have broken up. Yes, and Venom just goes through and mur- and, and burns out a bunch of people and murders a bunch of people. <laughs> kind of sucks the shit out of folks and, yeah. and kills them, but he's a hero. Let's let's yeah. not talk about that. How did you? So we we end up at a at a point where Venom is off doing his thing at a rave. At a, I'll get to that. <laughs> trust me. And then Carnage goes, breaks Shriek out of the jail or whatever the fuck uh-huh. she was in. What did you? Th- that was kind of the first time we really got to see Carnage full on mm-hmm. fucking shit up. What did you think of the effects? Oh, they were cool. I was fine with them. I was yeah. pleased with they them. Were good. The the only time that it, I saw some problems where when Cletus was transitioning into carnage, it looked a little, there were a couple oh, of like times. Like when he was in the chair? No, no. Or, no oh, I, when he was in the car or whatever and he was coming. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Whenever he would just turn it, you know, mm-hmm. from Cletus into carnage that looked a little rough. Mm. But as far as when everybody's fully in their, you know, in their symbiote, I, I think it it looked good. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was fine. Yeah. I really didn't have any oh, issues with it. Yeah, and they did some cool stuff with the with Carnage there. I thought. Um, 
Yeah. Spe- <laughs> speaking of the jail scene, mm. boy, did this need to be R-rated. Oh, it could have been so much better. Could have been so much better with some real fucking gore. They they really jumped the shark on that whole thing. Well, not jumped the shark. Jesus Christ. You're you're stuck on that one. They just, (laughs) no, they they fucked themselves. How about that? Is that better? I I absolutely agree with you. They fucked themselves. Well, when the first Venom was announced, the first film, Mm -hmm. they said it was going to be R-rated. Which would have made it better. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can do so much more with an R rating. Yes. I, I guess it's just because they limit their audience, right? That's why they don't do T- that. T- typically, uh. yeah. They, they, it's less asses and seats. But that did, Jesus Christ, look at the Deadpool films. Yeah. They did, they did fine. Mm-hmm. They did. They didn't need the PG-13. And you could tell with the first film, they shot that as an R. And then they cut it. Yeah. There were there were several scenes, and I, I haven't confirmed that, but I suspect just watching it that that's, that's kind of what they you ended up doing. You can see what they left out. Yeah. What, what's on the table still? Well, it's like Spawn back in the day. Yeah. They shot that as an R, <laughs> cut it down to PG-13. Which is unfortunate. Even yeah. though I still love Spawn. Yes. So let's talk about Stephen Graham as Detective Mulligan. Mulligan. He was terrible in this, and I love Stephen Graham. I think they should have gotten uh, what's his name, uh, Marky Mark's brother, play Donnie. Movie. Donnie. He kind of looks like he him. does look like Donnie. Well, He's like Donnie Light. <laughs> well, you you know who Stephen Graham is. I'm not trying to make you feel dumb. No, uh, you got. You're gonna have to remind. Snatch. Me. He was Tommy. Oh shit! Was he Tommy yeah. and Snatch? The brother. That, uh-huh. the, oh, that's funny. Yeah, Tinker, Tinker Taylor, Soldier Spy. He was in oh, that. Oh shit. Yeah. Well, God damn! Now you're saying all this stuff. I remember all this. He, he's a, he's, he's a good, got some he's chops a good too. Actor. He's funny. And this yeah. Brooklyn whatever the fuck accent <laughs> he was trying to do, it, it was really embarrassing. Yeah. I thought I'm like you're in the Bay Area. You're not in New York. Why are you trying to pull off like a Brooklyn New York accent? I, I don't get it. So, so speaking of that car chase scene that you referred to earlier, hmm. I love the generic rock song they decided to throw in there. As they're being chased away by the helicopters and everything oh, else, yeah. that was so <laughs> dumb, so dumb. It was just yeah, there was a lot of weird choices There's in this movie. Some... That was just like really, a- really. A- Andy Circus was an odd choice to direct this based off of what he's done in the past, which is really Jungle nothing. Book. Yeah, more. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it's Mowgli story, <laughs> which had a lot of you know animated cgi characters in it which that's something he can do oh okay i guess whereas with I, I the, guess. well maybe <laughs> i don't know i i have a theory on kind of what happened with this uh, uh, that yeah. i'll share later but venom at the rave was great that was it was great up until the point he started making speeches and still he took the microphone yes yes, yes. thank you then i was cringing yes. I, it, that's all it was after that. It yes. was just cringy as fuck. It was like, oh, just stop. Just, just, but just, why are we doing this? Yeah, but just having him walk around in the rave, that was cool. That was funny. Uh, that was a good, that was a good little kind of thing to do that they could have just been like, hey, he's at a rave. He's having fun. And he could yell the stuff. He'd be like, I'm free. I'm out of the closet or whatever the hell he was right. yelling and about. Everybody, on the microphone. And everybody's just partying or whatever and yeah. have like a girl hanging. I'm like, oh, you're so funny and all that or whatever. That would have been fine. And then cut away from it. Gold scene. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's, a, that's all you needed. But the fucking cringiness of that fucking whole promo he basically got on the mic. Yeah. That, 
inherited his mic skills from early <laughs> from uh, aggression, ruthless aggression era John Cena. Yes, less would have been more. <laughs> yes, and I feel that way about ruthless aggression era John Cena as well. Yeah, that's right. Less less would have been more. So Carnage, in Cletus, and you know whatever. They end up in the liquor store. They're trying to find Shriek, right? Mm-hmm. So they get on the computer. I didn't know that symbiotes could interface with electronics. That's a, That was a new one for me. Yeah, that was different. Yeah. Taking a little creative license there, kids. I didn't know that they were photocopiers either, though. I will say that. In the beginning, <laughs> where he's like uh, tracing the stuff. He like, draws okay. the stuff out on the wall. I Is that, that a real was, thing? That was cool. That Don't was get cool. me wrong. Well, he took, cool. he took control of him. Yeah. So I I, yeah. it, I thought that was kind of cool. Was, that I, was... Honestly, I don't know if that's comic accurate. I have no idea, but I, I kind of like that yeah. scene. It was funny. It was it was good because he's just like, and he drew this whole elaborate thing, and then he's like, you don't get it? Fine, fuck it. And he just threw it away. <laughs> Did a different thing. Oh, that was funny. I like that. Yeah. No, that's, that was a good gag, and they, they had those good ones in there, and then it just... There were some good comedic <sighs> beats in this. Yes. But again, they couldn't figure out what the fuck they wanted this to be. Mm. So they, they overloaded it at some points, and then they they tried to go serious, but not long enough. It, it mm-hmm. just... I get that they were trying to do action comedy, mm. but they just... It just they didn't could, land. They couldn't find a balance. Yeah. They they really couldn't. Yep. So this car chase scene, Jesus Christ. I, I keep going back to this, but that was corny as fuck. That was really bad. Yeah. The, with the helicopters and the dead and the, yeah. the dead. It was cool to see some of the carnage powers. I think that's all that was, was kind of to showcase that a little bit, but... Jesus Christ, man. I mean, they're in a fucking, what were they in a 66 fucking ragtop Mustang? Yeah. Sure. Yes. That's the car they were in. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It, it was so overplayed. It really, it, and that's it all was. it was. It was like, and, oh, they got a roundabout. They're going to s- drive in circles for the next fucking five minutes. Well, instead of Venom just, or a Carnage just taking out the goddamn helicopter they're going to make it look, you know, make the deal out of Shriek being able to produce sound waves. Yeah. And I and I love that the Carnage symbiote gets mad at, at her. <laughs> Better shut that mouth or I'm going to fuck you in the face or, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, whatever it was. Oh, that would have been a better threat. That would have been a better threat. Mm. So you want to know how I can prove this script was absolute shit? Yeah, let's hear it. There's a scene where... It's Eddie in the interrogation room mm-hmm. with Detective Mulligan. <laughs> yeah. And he says the line, secrets are hard because they want out. <laughs> Secret secrets are never fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. <laughs> yeah, that's better. That's from an episode of The Office. A stripper says that to Michael Scott. I think that that would have been better. <laughs> well, the movie was a... This was a comedy, right? <laughs> I mean, that was it was such a serious line. <laughs> he delivered it so like so like he's just like they want out. Yes, <laughs> there's so much dramatic flair on so it. So secrets, you know, that's why they're so hard because they want out. Oh Jesus Christ! I can't even blame Stephen Graham for that at that point. That's just shit writing. That's really it's bad just writing. Shit writing. I felt terrible for Michelle Williams in this. Oh, because she, she didn't get a fair shake at all? Well, she was fulfilling a contractual agreement. <laughs> I can almost guarantee that. 
Because yeah. she, she was slumming. Yeah. I, I know she signed on for the first one, probably thinking that there might be something to it. And then she went, fuck, I got to do another one of these. And maybe she might have to do a third one. I don't know. I was kind of thinking she was going to get killed off in this one. I was kind of thinking that Because what point does she serve? Now, I mean, why, why is she? Why is that character in this movie anymore? I know, because we got, what was his name, Dan? Dr. Dan. Dr. Dan. We got Dr. Dan. She's got Dr. Dan now. That's. Uh, she got stability. Yeah. Yeah. Kill, kill her off. <laughs> I, I'm not, I, I yeah. think it would be a good motivator for Venom and for Eddie. I mean, you could ice her at this point, you know, fucking Fridger or whatever. We <laughs> could. <laughs> yeah. I but, love that you use the fridge. But yeah, it would. It, it, they could take that dark turn with mm-hmm. Venom and make, you know, Venom a vengeful, you know, lethal protector. Yes, right? a lethal protector. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was funny. I, I love that. that. That was good. You know that the, the first Venom miniseries was called Lethal Protector. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. good, good. You get the joke. Yeah, that, I got the yes, reference. That it was, was good. Yeah. That was fucking... I was glad they kept bringing that out. Yeah, it I, was, made me happy. I did too. The editing in this was atrocious. The one of the worst parts is they're outside of I can't I don't remember if it's the mental institution or whatever the fuck, but it's it's Cletus, Shriek, and a third who was the third? Carnage. Well, Car- that, no, you're right. It was Carnage. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> who else was there? Oh, it was Carnage. There's technically was three Carnage. characters. There's really two, but there's technically but three. But they're sitting there setting up what the plan is with their backs turned to the camera because it was a fucking fill-in because I'm sure they went, oh, fuck, we didn't explain what's happening next. Yes. We didn't do exposition. Oh, fuck it. Let's do a scene where we're filming in Vermont. Just put the mm-hmm. put the stand-ins up there. And they and, all decide on their foe, their nemesis that yes. they're going to bring to the wedding. Yes. Shriek is going to bring detective fuck nuts. You know, Carnage gets Venom and, and Cletus gets Eddie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That was so fucking corny. I couldn't believe that shit. I was watching. I was like, "This is a fucking circus now. This is a fucking joke. This is this is a straight joke at this point." It, it was off the rails <laughs> by then. It was so off the rails, and I'm just like, "Fuck it, let's yep. go. Let's roll. Let, with let's it. do this." We we <laughs> Jesus Christ. We only got 25 minutes left on this movie, so yeah. fuck it. Here we go. This is why I was grateful. Hour and 37 minutes. Yes. Sony, you're looking out for me. That's I right. Do, I do appreciate that. I I I do love the Eddie and Venom couples counseling. Yes. <laughs> I that I was cracking up over that because again, I've give my fucks given or gone yep. at that point. So watching that I I thought was hilarious. Mm. Because the story is about Eddie and Venom. Yes. That's what this entire movie was about. Yes. If you break it down, it really is. It's about their dysfunctional relationship and how they need each other. Yep. Because they're codependent as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. They prefer symbiotic. They're symbiotic. I'm sorry. <laughs> codependent, symbiotic. Yeah. Apples, and, or, <laughs> apples and apples. <laughs> apples and apples. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go back to bad writing. Shriek looking for Eddie, Venom, whatever. Oh, God. Ends up in Anne's apartment. 
or no, I'm sorry, Eddie's ends up apartment. in Eddie's apartment. I apologize. Mm-hmm. And just happens to find a photo of Anne standing in front of her apartment, apartment <laughs> with the with, with the street number on, <laughs> with the signature <laughs> done in crayon. Love Anne. Who the fuck takes a photo? And writes love whatever on it in front of their apartment. It's so weird. It's plot for plot's sake. I mean, that's that's all it was. We had to find a way to connect them. It's like, oh, well, how are they going to find that person? Oh, obviously, they find a picture of her in his apartment with her address on it. And, oh, but she needs to know that that's a love interest. So let's make a love signature on it. That's just lazy fucking (laughs) writing. That's what that is. That's someone going, oh, shit, we have a continuity error here. We got to fix this. Uh, uh, A picture. Yes. Tom, what are we gonna do? I, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm an actor. That was Australian, but still, <laughs> that's I, fine. I, the red wedding. What, what the fuck was happening there? <laughs> I, I don't. The priest and the thing. Where'd they get the priest? I wanted more of the priest. I know he gets gets iced pretty fast. There, he does, but. <laughs> I wanted more of how they got the priest roped into this shit. He does, and yeah. Oh God. But then we finally get to the final confrontation. Mm. And it, it it was really good. The rest of it, it, it again. The fight was cool. None of it made fucking sense. No. But God, no. it was cool. Venom walking into the church and going, uh-uh. Yep, going, nope. nope. <laughs> Fuck this. That was funny as shit. That was. And I think that was in one of the trailers, but whatever. Yeah, that I, was I, in I the had, trailer. I but... had forgotten it, and yeah. I was pleasantly surprised by that. That was funny. Even I, even remembering that in the trailer and looking forward to that part, honestly, it was still funny. It it landed really well. That was fantastic. Where he's like sitting there trying to convince him, and he's like trying to play it off like, oh, it's fine. Hey, uh, fucking come on, man. Get out. Oh, yes. fucking great. And he finally decides to fight him, and yeah. he's like, what did he say? Time to die. And he's like, yeah, he's like, no, no, no. We're going to die. <laughs> that was, that was great. That was that was solid. That was great. I, I don't I did not care. And and I and I said this earlier. Mm. I don't know why Shriek was in this. Yeah, same here. And I sure as fuck didn't care about the subplot with her and the cop. And it, we spent way too much time on that. A lot of time on it. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, it didn't matter. They didn't. I didn't care. I don't know if they're going to do something with the cop after this. Oh, I mean, his. Oh wait. Oh, oh you yeah, have something. I'll, on I'll it? get there. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I agree with you. The boss fight was started out really well. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't. They were beating the fuck they out were, of each other, and that was an improvement from the first film because the first film, every time they hit each other, it seemed like everything blew apart, and you could see them, their human selves yeah. with that, and horribly distracting. No, this one they were just pounding the shit out of each mm-hmm. other at the using beginning. all sorts of different shit. Yes, yes, I, destroying shit, fucking shooting each other with shit, and everything was like, yeah, they're symbiotes. They're you know, there's there's two things that fucking kill these guys. And they're just going to beat the fuck Fire out of you. Fire and noise. Fire and yes, noise. But the, uh, no, I I love the shit out of the beginning of that fight. Mm-hmm. I, I was really hoping that it was going to... Up until Venom ki- gets covered in rubble. <laughs> <sighs> it can't get out from under a little bit of concrete. <laughs> yeah. Until he has the power of love. We're meant to be together. <laughs> That's right. And again, I'm sitting there going, okay, fuck it. <laughs> yep. Tom Hardy's like, look, they're not codependent. We are. 
Exactly. <laughs> it's great social commentary. I love this fucking movie. I changed my rating. <laughs> I might too. I might bump this up to at least three out of five. Fuck. I feel like 2.5 isn't nice. <laughs> So can you explain to me why I understand Carnage was irritated by Shriek throughout the course of the film, mm. but we took a hard turn at the end, to where at the end like, fight where he this. was just like, I'm going to kill her. It's like, whoa, what happened? I, I feel like there's a scene missing there somewhere. There might be. So I think they they were trying to show that they basically really harp on the they're not symbiotic thing. They're basically saying, look, um, God damn it. What's his name? Woody. Woody. Cletus. <laughs> Cletus. Thank you. Cletus and, and Carnage uh, don't uh, aren't even melding a little bit in their minds where, you know, uh, Venom obviously became very attached to who who Eddie was attached to. Carnage is not, and I think they were really just basically trying to harp on, yeah, that that relationship's not working. But at that point, wouldn't Carnage burn him out? Because don't symbiotes burn people that they don't? They can, and especially if they're not a, not like synced up like Eddie and Venom are, exactly, where right? you know how it took so many different people before he mm-hmm. found Eddie, and then that was the perfect match where he wasn't going to kill him. Yeah. In theory, yes, if that were the case, then Cletus would have gotten burned out. However, because he sucked off Venom. That's right. And it deve- I, I don't know. He took the Venom hot load right in his he mouth. He took it right in his mouth. Mm. Mm. So, but yeah, I think that was it. They're just trying to harp on that they're not symbiotic. So he's not... He's he's not attached to her. In fact, he's repulsed from her because she makes the sound waves that can kill him. And so he's just like, fuck this lady fuck my host, fuck everything. I don't know. It, uh, it was okay. chaos. Okay, I kind of like that. So maybe he saw her as a potential threat down the line and said, mm. you know what? Oh. I'm not going to wor- I don't want to have yeah. to worry about this. So let's just kill the bitch. But with how abrupt that turn was, <laughs> it was really... I went back... To, to see re- if you missed something? To rewatch <laughs> the beginning of the, big, of the, of the boss battle mm. there. And I was like, nope, it just cut straight to... Straight he, to, I'm going to kill this he lady. He <laughs> wants her dead, and I don't know why or what happened here, but fuck it, here we go. Mm. So Anne ends up getting knocked in down the, the bell tower thing where he, she's holding on to Venom. Oh, yeah, and Venom's getting the shit stabbed out of him and slowly lowering her down. How did she survive just getting knocked through the glass down no the bell idea. tower. Cause that was a hard, there ass was a hit. lot of things that should have killed her. Yes. She yeah. should have died numerous times. I, She's black widow. I really thought that there was, cause it was looking like it was going to be a Gwen Stacy mo- moment from amazing Spider-Man yeah. two. I was, I, and I was sitting <laughs> up going, kill her, please kill her. <laughs> and they didn't do it. No. And I was very upset with that, but I think whatever. it would have worked if they killed her off right there. They should have killed Dr. Dan too, though. Yeah, slaughter them all. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, fuck it. I don't. I don't I'm care. Fucking doesn't matter. They they don't fucking come back to this environment. Obviously, <laughs> they take the fuck off. So so let's talk about the finale. Finale of this. Mm. So Venom decides to knock Shriek into the bell, and Shriek falls. Mm-hmm. 
and Shriek screams, and that fucks with everybody. Both Eddie and Carnage blows mm-hmm. up a good chunk of the bell tower, everything else. Mm-hmm. How did Venom know that Shriek was going to scream like that? That's the thing. It's like he's like, oh, but sound, can he stand next to Shriek? I thought he had figured out that she could scream, and he would be like, use, like, use her as a weapon. Like I was like, what, is he going to grab her like a gun? And like point her at him, be like, "All right, well, scream." I thought he was just going to say, "Look, uh, if you want Cletus, you're going to have to blow this thing off of him." Something like that, you know. That would have made a lot more sense. It would have made sense, but say when he knocked her into the bell, I was like, "Oh, he's just going to make noise with the bell." Right, which is which would which would work. Yes, but instead of playing that at all, it was, "Oh yeah, her scream on the way down is what did this." <laughs> It's an interesting roll of the dice there. Uh, interesting choice. It really, it, when the I say, only, it, only role she played in this movie, what, and it was two seconds long. <laughs> and when I say interesting, I mean stupid as fuck. <laughs> but fine. So everybody gets undone. Hmm. Both Cletus and Shriek fall. Mm-hmm. And yet... When Shriek hits the ground before the bell falls on her, she somehow lives through that. She did. Yeah, she only sh- fell 100 feet onto oh, fucking o- concrete only. or something. And <laughs> the same thing for Cletus when he falls and the symbiote mm. doesn't pick him back up again. That's right. He lives through that. Somehow he survives that. Yes, his legs are fucked up and everything else. Uh, he was hurt at least, but I, I don't know. Yeah, they both should have been dead or fucking, you know... I think they would have been splatted at that point. That's a I, long that fall. Was that a, was a tall bell tower, man. Five, six stories up. They weren't playing around with that shit. No, you're splatting. Yep. But then we get the best part of the fucking movie. The fuck this guy? Fuck this guy. <laughs> was so good. I was so happy they did that with I that. was... Because as soon as he did the like a reveal Eddie's face, I was like, oh, don't do this. Uh-huh. Don't do this where they take him, they like tie him up and he gets taken back to prison or whatever. God damn it. And then he goes, fuck this guy. And he eats his fucking head. Ha! That was so satisfying. That was good. I was happy. So satisfying. Yep. I would have been more satisfied had they showed him ripping his fucking head off and blood splurting out everywhere. But hey, these two fucking movies, when heads get bit off, we just look at... We just, we just take a far wide angle we shot. We change the angle of it and we can't see them bite heads off. Because fuck you, wide Sony. Angle, silhouette it, call it good. Yes. Fuck. Fuck you, Sony. These should have been R-rated movies for yeah. that exact reason, because that would have been fucking amazing. Yes. Some arterial spray oh, fuck after yeah. he says, fuck this guy. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. I would have been jizzing. But no, 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 no. We have to make it kitty safe because we want to get the kids in the door. Oh, yeah. All right. So you asked about Detective Fuckface, right? Yes. His, his eyes. So and he's like monsters. That character, the detective mm-hmm. in the comics becomes toxin a symbiote yes and and it is a a symbiote that becomes an ally of spider-man okay now how the hell in the movie he got that power yes and this is another one i went back and rewatched several times why he changed it all there was no fucking reason outside that of That doesn't track. No, it made no <laughs> sense at all. None. Maybe they cut the scene where him and Eddie Brock get, get nasty I in the get, interrogation I, I room. don't know, or Shriek 
butt fucks him with Carnage's dildo. I, I don't know what <laughs> happened. This was another scene that, in my opinion, must have been cut or they just didn't realize that they needed something to bridge the gap there. That's crazy. It's so weird. That's such a weird thing to do. And it's an odd choice to have Stephen Graham play that character. Yeah. He was an odd choice in general for this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. God, that's so fucking weird. It, it, it is bizarre. It's just bizarre. Hmm. But we get Eddie and Venom as fugitives at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> he gets his toes in the sand. E- everything job. is, everything is fine now. They've, Hunky they've, dory. they've made up. They love each other. Mm-hmm. Venom even says he loves he, he him. He does. Yeah. He does, yes. I'm along for that ride. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. That was development. Yeah. That was, you know, hey, let's that, fucking go for it. That was the most developed part of this entire movie was Eddie and, <laughs> and Venom's relationship. That's right. So kudos. But like you to, said, that was the that was the really the plot of this movie that they you know that was there. That's where the, where the, they come out to. That was the most. They love I, each other. That that was yeah. That was the storyline in yeah. this. Everything they, else was just noise. You know, the whole thing was a relationship. You see, they, they broke up, they split up, they had some time apart to work on themselves. And then in a moment of need, they got back together and then they went away somewhere. They realized and the grass was not greener on the other they side. Did. Yeah. Yeah. They, he let the bird go and, and it flew back it or whatever, did. however the fucking it saying did. goes. <laughs> if you love them, let them go. If you let, yes, let them go free. They love you. They'll fly back. They'll what was back. the bird part of that? Wasn't there? A- it was you let you you let the God. I'm gonna fuck this up. <laughs> Anyways, you let the bird out of the cage. If the bird comes back, he's yours forever. That's okay. basically how there it goes. There we go. All okay. right. So so. Uh, him and Venom got to do butt stuff. They do. Well, we got to the credits. Another fucking song from Eminem, "Sober," which. Uh, I, I like the new Eminem still. I still think it's good. Uh, I like I like the Venom song better for Venom though. <laughs> I like that song. I know you hated it. I fucking love that song. Uh, yeah, it's going through my head the whole time I'm watching this movie. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pass. So let's talk about the mid credit scene. Uh, yes. Hey everybody, the multiverse just keeps giving and giving. So, question: Answer. What causes the him to blip over into that universe. Do you think, it, do you think it's Dr. Strange or do you think it's that he was being short shown the multiverse or showed the memories? Here's the great thing about what Loki did. It's cracked. Oh shit. The multiverse. That's right. I didn't even think about Loki. Nothing is stable at this hmm. point. So they can grab and choose whoever the fuck they want and whatever universe they want. It doesn't even want. have to have any rhyme or reason. Nope. None whatsoever. Ooh. It's just the multiverse decided to take a shit today. And yes, there is something that I guess that will play into the fact that Venom showed Eddie stuff and yeah. maybe that shifted them. But at this point, Marvel has broken the glass and now they can just let everything flood out and put it wherever the fuck they want to put it. So mm. the Fantastic Four can go where they needed to. X-Men can fit in where they needed to. Mm. Everything can be ta- tailored around and explained by the multiverse so do you think this is gonna work no okay that's kind of where i'm at is like this is this is a big leap to take to try and uh fix a few things it seems like venom licking the tv made no sense 
he doesn't know who Peter Parker is. He doesn't know who Spider-Man is. And yet... Because yeah, he was like, this guy. Yes. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Yeah. So, no. I think that this is, this is going to be the real test for them, mm. is figuring out how to merge these two together mm. and have it make sense. Because we still got Morbius dangling out there. That's right. We still got Vulture, mm-hmm. who is definitely in Morbius. Yep. How is this all going to work? It's got to tie in. The, mu- the multiverse is going to have to say, I, Sony and Disney need to figure this shit out and go, you know what? We can't do separate universes. It's not going to be possible. It's got to be one. And this thing has got to be one. The multiverse thing, it, you know, it, you know, if they're going to use it as their mulligan, their flashpoint thing or whatever they're going to fucking do with this, then they got to still come up with something cohesive. That's why the other movies worked because yes. they were cohesive. They yes. all worked together, but you bring up the multiverse and you're able to kind of rewrite things and do things a little differently and maybe move it to a different area, but you have to come back to one central story. Otherwise it's not going to work. None of the things are going to fit together like they did before. And you're not going to have the big movies you had, like with uh, uh, infinity war and Endgame. It's not going to fucking happen. You cannot have a separate universe with these characters mm. unless you are going to really isolate them away. You can't have my own separate Spider-Verse and yet we're going to interact with the Spider-Man who is also interacting with the MCU. It won't work. Nope. So you're either all in or you're fucking all out. That's fucking right. What, one of the two. You, you cannot live... You can't have your cake and eat it too in this one. Mm-hmm. And Sony needs to pull their head out of their fucking asses, heads out of their asses, and just just say, just dive in. Just say, here you go. We're either going to work together on yes. this, or you guys are going to have to take it because they're going to they're not going to give it away. We're so gonna... going to make so much more <sighs> fucking money off of this if we work together mm-hmm. than if we do this on our own. Absolutely. Because I mean, <laughs> and they're also going to be better movies. They will be. They'll better. be better stories. Mm-hmm. It'll make sense. Do you know what the difference in box offices between the Spider-Man? Do you do you have that information? We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. Okay, I, I, that's fine. I'll I'll go ahead and and uh, give you kind of an idea. So Venom back when was this? To Ven- or let, let's go off of the first ben- Venom film. Venom. Okay. First Venom. 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 Hello, Venom. Hello Clontarf. <laughs> so the first Venom film, which was, I believe, 2018, right? That sounds right. Yes. No, maybe. I don't know. When was this fucking released? Did I not write this down? Mid- yes, sorry. Um, nope, I don't have it. I think it was 2018. So here's this. So Venom, PG, the first Venom, PG-13 film, right? Yes. $856 million, right? Yes, and it was 2018. Spider-Man, Far From Home. Yes. Also PG-13. Yes. $1.1 billion. That's a lot more. That's a whole fuck ton more. Yeah, think. <laughs> now, bear in mind... This was the first MCU film after Endgame. That's true. That does play a big role in it. Yeah. However, when they're tied together, more people will go see it. Absolutely. Yes. And and 
I am very interested to see what No Way Home does opening weekend. I I think that this thing is going to fucking just blast off mm-hmm. into the stratosphere. I I think that this will be the first big big fucking opening since since, since COVID. COVID started. Mm-hmm. I I think people are like fuck it. I don't care. I'm going to go see this movie. And I think it's going to make a fuck ton of my money uh, opening weekend. Mm. So, but yeah, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say about this movie other than fuck. Was it fun? It was fun. It was fun. Yes. That's it. It was a, it was a bad movie, it was but a, it was fun. It was a it was. really fucking bad. I would movie. watch it again, even though it was I a bad movie. so will. If yes. this pops up on one of the streaming services, if this shows up on Netflix, uh-huh. I'm fucking watching it. Fuck yeah! So one thing I forgot to mention because you'd asked me a question earlier, and I said I was going to give you an answer. Yes, you did. I do have a theory about what happened with this. We, you know, with all the, the story issues and everything else that went with it. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. With Tom Hardy involved with the writing in this, mm-hmm. I feel like there was a little bit of Edward Norton Incredible Hulk shit going oh. on. Now, I've heard that Hardy I can be difficult at times, a little problematic. Mm-hmm. Okay. A little forceful with his opinion on the way things should go and direction of things. And when you hand him an, an opportunity to write the story, mm-hmm. something tells me that there was a clash between him and probably Sony. Andy Circus is a very malleable guy from what mm-hmm. I have, have researched or what I've heard. So I, I think Tom Hardy... I think inserted himself maybe in the editing process. Mm. This is classic Edward Norton syndrome. Edward Norton wants to have his hands in every fucking thing going on. He wants final fucking cut as far Mm -hmm. as the editing is concerned. I don't think Hardy is that bad, but I think that Andy Serkis maybe wasn't strong enough and forceful enough to go, hey, this doesn't make any goddamn sense. Mm. We need to fix this. I can see that. So I, I, I think it was just a blend of inexperience with Andy Serkis on top of Tom Hardy maybe sticking his dick in some things that maybe he shouldn't have. Gotcha. So, okay. You never know. You never know. Mm. So, All right. Let's take a break, sir. All right. Sounds good. Psst. Hey, you want to get doomed? I'm Tessa. And I'm Nicole. And we have a spanking new podcast for your ear holes called Doom Generation. Listen in as two foul-mouthed biddies have an always casual, often comedic... What? I think we're funny. ...and sometimes chaotic conversation about the things that doomed us to be who we are today. Take a trip with us down Nostalgia Lane and we'll try not to veer off the road. Available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Doom Generation Pod and on Twitter at Doom Gen Pod. Later, Later Doomers! And we're back. We are. Oh, Klontarf, Klontarf, Klontarf. Makes me feel warm <laughs> and uh, content. This is, there's a reason I drink things on the rocks because <laughs> you get that nice little, it takes the edge it off a little bit. Cuts it a little bit. Cuts yeah. it a little bit, makes it a little more palatable. <laughs> and in the case of Klontarf, you get you gotta you 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 get the ice in there. You mm. you fill up your drink. You wait. Give it about 
five minutes and then it's at the perfect little balance well, there. I'll say I can't taste it anymore. <laughs> <Neither> can I? <laughs> This is great. It's just like drinking water at this point. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy fuck, we need therapy. I'm still a piece of garbage. Yes, I am. Hey, guess what? It's Christmas season. It's time for Christmas parties, right? Woo! More specifically, <laughs> Christmas work parties. Ooh, less of a woo. <laughs> woo! <laughs> so, over the weekend, uh, I had my Christmas party with oh, my yeah. company. Quite a nice turnout this year we didn't do one last year for obvious reasons mm. probably shouldn't have done one this year but nah. fuck it we did it anyways <laughs> so a lot of people mm. it was funny the boss puts out a nice spread mm. a lot of food yeah. a of, did barbecue this year oh okay oh baby catered barbecue no we Ooh. weren't out on a grill doing anything so it was very nice uh, I would mention the name of the place, but they're not a paid sponsor. Yeah, so fuckers. Fuck them. <laughs> not that I've approached them ever, but still fuck them. Yeah, motherfuckers. They should be, they should be offering. Your food's really good. Anyways, so we had, uh, he always does beer and wine, mm. which I ain't down for. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he put out Coors Light. Oh, well, I mean, is that beer? No, that's not beer. No, that's beer-flavored water. (laughs) That's what that is. So myself and one of the other management team, we kept sneaking upstairs to our offices to refill our drinks. Nice. (laughs) Because we had, you know, the good stuff. That's right. The good stuff. However, I am really concerned that I'm becoming the, the drunk at the party. Oh, really? I have that concern a little bit. And, I, and I'll explain why. At one point in the evening, I did spill a drink on someone. Did you really? Well, it's not because I lost balance or anything stupid. It's just somebody bumped into me and I lost it. But still. Yeah. I, I, okay. I, you I, didn't have like the coordination at the time no, to recover. Don't get me wrong. I, I had had a few at that point. Okay. But I, I felt really bad and, and it was... So the Christmas party is for clients. Oh. And I spilled a little bit of whiskey on a client. And I felt bad. Now, luckily, it's a great guy. He, he's been with us. You know, he's been using mm. our services for many, many years. So, you know, he, yeah. he laughed it off. He was also pretty blitzed himself. But mm. still, the next day, I woke up with the worst hangover I've had in a very long time. Because I drank a lot. Oh, Yeah. And I went through the evening in my head, as we all do mm-hmm. when we've had a work function. And I sat there, and it's—I I don't do the blackout thing because I—I I, I typically remember any everything that occurs. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have to drink probably a fifth before I do the blackout thing. Yeah, yeah, I, only, I feel you. That's only happened maybe a handful of times yeah. in my life, and yeah. I, I wasn't going to do that that night. But I'm replaying conversations in my head. Going, was I inappropriate at any point? Was I, Mm. did I go past a line? How did I do? Mm. Now, luckily, the feedback that I got, and I didn't solicit it hard, but from what I could tell, no one was mad at me on Monday. (laughs) That's a good sign. So I guess everything was okay, but... Christmas parties are hard. Yes, they are. 
especially work Christmas more spe- parties. Yes, more specifically, work work parties in general are I hard. Hundred percent agree with that. And you want to have fun, but you don't want to get into the drunken asshole territory. Mm-hmm. Now, I am not a an angry drunk by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. Never. I am good time, Joshy. Mm. Have a couple. Put a couple drinks in me. I am the most fun person you'll ever... Well, at least in my mind. <laughs> I'm not going out to start fights is my yes. point. Yeah. But there are times where I may say things that are inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I may... The filter comes up. The filter totally comes off. Yeah. More than anything else. And so it's always my concern that, oh, God, what did I say? <laughs> yeah. Was I, did I say something bad? Did I make a commitment to something that I shouldn't have? <laughs> you know, that, 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 that is the biggest fear right there. That honestly, more than anything else, I could have grabbed a chick's tit and I wouldn't have cared, but making a commitment to a client that I shouldn't have, yes. that's a worry the next day. Now, now, luckily, we're several days removed from the Christmas party and I haven't gotten any calls from clients going, hey, you said you'd do this for us. Remember when we talked about this? You said you'd do this for free, remember? <laughs> no, no, I don't. Oh, God, why did I do that? Pro bono was your favorite word last night. <laughs> pro, pro fucking bone in your mouth, you motherfuckers. So anyways, uh, this isn't really a cry for help. It's more just navigating company parties are always rough because my company we do some ragers yeah oh my god our summer party is out of control (laughs) the owner of the company has property large right we talked about this when you went this year with acreage (laughs) and he throws the dude i i tell you what he throws some of the best parties Mm. he always the best food liquor flows like fucking water from fountains Mm. i mean it is out of control and it's always one of those where you wake up the next day going oh my god what the fuck did i do last night (laughs) did i whip my dick out and slap anybody with it i hope Mm. not at least three people (laughs) at least three people it was all consenting that's right consenting i had him sign a form (laughs) (laughs) that's actually a great idea (laughs) prior to the party i need to go up to every single one of my employees that's going to be at the party and have them sign a form you know Mm -hmm. hold hold harmless type of fucking thing yes (laughs) josh if josh slaps you in the head with his penis you can't sue it'll just be one of the line items they won't read the thing it's like the (laughs) user terms and agreement conditions very small print A lot of words. There'll be a lot of word, words leading up to it that are just normal just shit. Gibberish. Just <laughs> nothing but gibberish. It's not even words. It's just a bunch of letters typed in, you know, to do the thing. So I, I, I don't know. I'm starting as as I get mm. older, I'm getting more and more anxiety every time a work party comes up. Mm. In my thirties, didn't wasn't scared. Yeah. But I also wasn't in the position that I'm in. That's true. The that, management position, it's it's different. That's when you're, pressure. When you're upper upper management, mm-hmm. you there is pressure. You yep. have to perform. You have to be a rational human being who doesn't do anything completely stupid. Mm-hmm. Like riding a mechanical bull. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> that was the summer party. That was the summer Everybody party. Everybody was riding the mechanical bull. Sure they were, Josh. Just, sure they were. Just because I did it and 
screamed at the top of my lungs while I was doing it should indicate nothing. But it, well, anyways. most people wore their clothes for it, Jeff. My pants were still on. <laughs> I can't say anything about the rest of it, but anywho. Yeah. So yes, mm. that's uh, that. That's my dilemma this week is I, I is can... pulling the memories back from mm. what happened that night and did I overdo it? And so far, four days after the fact, I think I'm okay. Hmm. I think I'm okay. Yeah, it sounds like you are. Sure. I think I, th- I think you hit that level. I think you hit a good level, even when you get shit faced. Where you you'd still have that little voice in your head before you you know what I mean that that goes. Oh, we need to backpedal. <laughs> we need to walk o- walk away from this conversation. Maybe you know what I mean. My biggest problem. I become a therapist. Oh yeah. When I get super duper drunk, yes, oh. I become a therapist for everybody, and uh, I have great advice. I guess I don't know. Well, I mean, and that's the thing too is everyone's getting blitzed at these things, man. Then it's perfect. People are gonna love that. You know what I mean? People love the guy that comes through. We, I used to have a buddy who used to get drunk. He used to get drunk with us, and he'd do the same thing. We called him. Uh, I think we call him Pastor Roy. <laughs> Oh my god, it's so ironic. <laughs> the last Halloween party I went as a priest. Did you? <laughs> yes. See, it's perfect. We passed the Josh. That's <laughs> my favorite go-to Halloween costume as a priest. That's a good one. Father Josh. <laughs> you I just want people to confess to you, don't I, you? I st- the, the wife of one of my employees still calls me Father <laughs> It irritates the shit out of me, but <laughs> hello, Father. Hello, oh, Father. God. Forgive me for I have sinned. Yeah, I don't give a fuck, so have I. Uh, so, yeah, that's oh. that's my thing this week. Okay. Well, mine's right in line with yours, too, actually. Did you have to go to a company party? I did, but it has nothing to do with... I mean, it has a little bit to do with okay, it. Okay, go I, I went to my wife's company party. Oh, yes, fuck. That's not exactly my thing, but it still plays into it. So um, I am uh, painfully socially awkward. Um, yes, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are aware of this, but uh, and I'm sure our listeners have figured it out by now, but <laughs> I... Uh, so I, I'm supposed to be working on something. Uh, you know, I talked to my therapist about this. I think we've even talked about it is playing the kind of the politics game of work and talking to people, talking to the upper management and stuff like that, being friendly, just casual conversation. It's like pulling fucking teeth for me. I fucking hate it. I can't do it without feeling like I'm wasting, not only wasting my time, but wasting the person I'm talking to's time, right? So uh, the company party thing it's just awkward for me. I, I don't know anybody. Like, if I could get a couple drinks in me, I can loosen up and I can, you know, kind of talk with people. But uh, I think we've talked about it before. I have a tendency to uh, say inappropriate things and do. <laughs> so, like, at, at, for instance, this one we're playing a playing a game. It's to for reference. My wife works in HR, and so the company party <laughs> oh, is all human resource people. Oh Jesus God! And so we we play a game, and uh, we call this the minefield. <laughs> and uh, everyone's kind of making some jokes here and there, and and a couple of people had mentioned they were into anime, and the opportunity to make a tentacle porn joke pops up. <laughs> so I have to make it. You know what I mean? It's um, it's your duty. <laughs> it is your duty to so, do so. So I make the joke, and it just proceeds. Not a single fucking laugh like a couple of stares and other people pretending they didn't hear it 
and oh. I just kind of like, okay, back, you know, just backing off and just kind of like, okay, gonna let that go and act like it didn't happen. All right, moving on. That's a tough room. <laughs> That's a tough room. It was a tough room. room. Yeah. And my poor wife's sitting there with her fucking <laughs> coworkers. She's sitting there trying to figure out when she has to clean out her desk. <laughs> so. <laughs> Like a, but yeah, exactly. So these, if I if I can get some drinks in me, usually I can be comfortable at least. But at work, I'm not drinking at work, and so I'm going around trying to talk to upper management. I'm supposed to go and like, oh, just drop by your boss, or not your bosses, but one of you know your upper management's office, and just have a conversation with them, talk to them about how their weekend was or something like that. I do that, and it's like, hi, how was your weekend? Oh, mine was great. I went to the, I don't know, it just feels forced. It feels like a waste of fucking time. And I, the whole time I'm thinking, I have a million fucking things to do, and I'm staying here wasting time bullshitting with somebody. And it fucking kills me. Get the fuck over it. <sighs> I know. You got to play the game. That's I'm what sorry. I keep you getting you, told. You, you I got, fucking hate you it. You got to fucking play the game. And what you have, if you want to make this interesting, try to make it fun. Like, Talk about just bring up tentacle porn with my boss. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. No, just you know, ah, God, I. This is one of those things that's really hard to instruct people on how to do. Yeah, yeah. Just I, teach I, me how to be a normal fucking person. God damn it's, it! It's not even that. It is a forced thing. You have to because if you have nothing in common with the person, yeah. if you don't spend time with the person, yeah. If you're not <laughs> friends with the person, yeah. It's really fucking hard to sure start a conversation is. with it. <laughs> Now, I'm fortunate. I have a great boss. He's a guy I I I would go have a beer with, mm. and I have gone out and had beers with. Yeah. So I I I can sit there and come in in the morning, and we can just sit there and shoot the shit. We have yeah. a lot of common interests. He has a podcast of his own, mm-hmm. so we can talk about that. It we don't always have to talk shop, mm. and that helps. In the past, though, I have had to do the political red tape schmoozing, Mm -hmm. you know, type of bullshit. The thing that helps me the most find some type of common interest, Mm. do your best. You have to feel around. Look, I like all sorts of things, but I'm not, and I think that that's where kind of the rub is sometimes. Cause I like all sorts of things, but I'm not super into them. Like I like, I like watching college football and, you know, one of our senior project managers I'm supposed to be schmoozing with, he uh, he used to, I think he was on the fucking Texas Longhorns. And uh, and so I could talk to him about that, but he's super into it. So he's like, oh, yeah, well, the Ducks have this and they have this. And if they have, this happens, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Then play into that. That's why. Ask I'm questions. Ask know. questions. Tell me, you know, what was your time like with the Longhorns? What do you think the Ducks defense looks like this year? What do you think? Blah, blah, you know, blah, 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 blah. I know it's an effort and I know it sucks because it's like me talking to people who are into cars. Mm. I fucking hate cars. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the Pixar movie. I'm talking about cars in general. <laughs> I don't fucking care about them, but I've had to schmooze with people mm. that are into them. And I know I'm not an expert, so I'm not going to try to sit there and bullshit my way through it because I know I can't. Mm-hmm. But what I can do is be person that goes, oh, tell me about that. Well, that's really interesting. Tell me more about that. So if this does this and this does this, oh, what kind of car is that? What's your favorite kind of car? Shit like that works. Mm. Because okay. you're showing an interest in what 
therein too. That makes sense. Okay. And so let me ask you this: How do you start these fucking conversations? Uh, well, that's 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 the part. Because that part I can make sense of. That I can work with. I can work with asking questions and being inquisitive and just kind of not overplaying it, but letting them talk. You know, giving them the starters for them to go off on something they're passionate about. But getting into a conversation with somebody, you got to find a window, and mm. that's that is honestly the most difficult part of the whole thing. I prefer it's, the door to my office. Just close it. <laughs> you and me both, fella. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there's some things I don't want to fucking talk about uh, but that yes that mm. that is the most difficult aspect of the whole thing is finding that window to 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 just poke that little point where you can pressure point you can mm. poke and you're all of a sudden in the game because up until that point it's all just superficial oh, how you doing this morning <laughs> the weather's great what you can do is we'll use the sports route, mm. which sounds like with your boss, that's one of the things yeah. he's into. It's just, hey, did you catch that game this weekend? Something as simple as that. And sometimes that works. Then I have to, I'll have, have to have watched the game, but there's so many games on, Josh. Read the fucking <laughs> notes afterwards. I've done this. Sometimes you got to do a little homework. Oh, damn. Yeah. I'll do a little this homework. Is turning into more of a time commitment. <laughs> it it is a time, but that's the thing. It's it's. I'm, I that's, need to do it. You're that, absolutely right. That's I the know game. It. Fuck. That is the game. This sucks. <laughs> it does suck. No, it fucking sucks. <sighs> now, I'm somebody who enjoys playing these little games. I think mm. it's fun sometimes mm. because I'm sitting there trying to convince or sitting there convincing this person that I give a flying fuck about anything they have to say mm -hmm. and knowing that I could lull them into that makes me feel like I have some power and mm. makes me feel like I've accomplished something. So I need to get kind of in a soci sociopathic mindset no, like you. No, you need to get into the con. <laughs> the con. Okay. You're conning somebody mm. into thinking that you give a flying fuck about anything they have to say. Hmm. Okay. And that's that is the game. All right. One hundred percent. That'll and, be the game. I'm I'm gonna try this. And sometimes you get to know somebody and they're fucking cool. Yeah. Well that's the thing is most people I work with are cool. I just uh, I don't need any friends. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need to talk to them. I got shit to do. Uh yeah. But no, no, you're absolutely right. But, Yes, but when mm -hmm. if you're if you're either in upper management or yeah. you're wanting to get to upper management, that is how you get there. Technically, you yeah. have to play yeah. that game. It's a shit game. I fucking hate it. Mm -hmm. But I'm also in a position in a company where I don't have to do it a whole lot. I genuinely nice. like the people that I work with mm -hmm. and or work for. Yeah, it's like so my direct boss, I can fucking talk to him all day. And him and I don't necessarily have a lot of common ground, but you know we have a couple of you know crossing interests. He likes fishing. I like fishing, um, and, and so and he's really into the ducks. So I can start that conversation, kind of do that, like, kind of what you're talking about. I was like, oh yeah, the ducks got a new head coach. It's so and so. I know I know a little bit about that, and then he'll go off about it, and I'll just kind of let him go off about it and whatever. I I do that with him, I suppose, um, and and that's fine. But also him and I can talk about like paint and stuff, and. <laughs> 
That sounds fucking awful. Uh, <laughs> I was talking about. I was talking to one of my coworkers today about that. I was like, you know, it's funny. We talk about the most boring shit, and like it's really interesting. We talk about fucking paint, like it's like the fucking coolest thing in the world, and uh, it's well, it's your job. Yeah, I mean that's that's your industry. We, I'm sure we if care I, about it. I'm yeah. sure if I sat there and talked about my industry, you'd probably be bored out of. Oh, your mind. you know, I would enjoy it. I was in that once. Yeah, once upon a time. Once I'd upon listen. a time, I like listening to your industry. Yes, yours I don't. I'll be. Oh, I know. Just, no one just is. To be Trust honest, me, I know. I, I've, I I've tried to use it in conversation before. It doesn't go over well. People I, are like, oh. It's kind of a conversation Neat. killer. It really is. Yeah. It's a good one if you want to get out of a conversation. Yeah, no, agreed. It's great. Yeah. Agreed. I've done that before. No, you could you could get out of all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. But well, tell us about what you do for a living. I paint. <laughs> <laughs> oh really? I just say construction usually is oh, my no, answer no, no. with someone. <laughs> what they, what I'm doing. Like, oh, I work in construction. <laughs> oh, what do you do? Are you I'm like, oh I'm, I project manage and estimate paint work. And they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool so i'm gonna go get some hors d'oeuvres i'll uh i'll see you later fuck yeah. this guy yeah. you really want to talk about this shit <laughs> i can talk about mill thicknesses all day long different types of acrylics you, and alkids. you literally can talk <laughs> cross leaking epoxies oh yeah i can go on days you, about this you shit. literally talk about paint drying i do oh absolutely <laughs> Talk about cure times. Oh my Absolutely. God. Uh, Talk about cure times uh, and uh, di- th- different things you can uh, add to, uh, you know, different additives you can use to speed it up. Now that we've lost all of our lin- listener base in the last uh, what? 20 seconds. Uh, huh? What? What were we talking about? I don't remember. Something I'm about sor- whiskey. I'm sorry. I went into a coma there for a minute. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. I, I need to. That's a good idea. I like the idea of treating it like kind of like a game and trying to get them to uh to get into what they you know talk about something they're interested in and actually get them talking and that'll minimize the amount of talking I do which is for the better I think honestly because I won't have anything good to say so and, I like that idea that's a good a good one and the, the the best way to get to know these guys sometimes mm. and gals mm. stay away from shop talk Staying away from talking about work-related items mm. can be very helpful. Okay. Because you're showing, number one. You're showing personal interest. You're showing personal just, interest in somebody, mm. but number two, you're learning about them. Mm. You're getting information. You are, ooh, I know what this person likes. Mm. I can exploit that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All of these are in my book of how to make friends and influence people on sale. I feel like that is a book. It is. Mm. I still think it's funny. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's that's kind of that's how the game works. Yeah. And I and I mean the, 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 anybody who's a professional that's probably listening to the show knows that. Oh yeah, they're probably all like, "God damn, this stupid fucking there, kid." <laughs> there is there is a level of no, and I'm not trying yeah. to make you feel dumb. I'm just saying, no, and that's not it. It's just, man, I'd really love to just be able to go to work and do my fucking job. I agree with you. I so agree with I'm really you. Good at my job. It it would just be nice to be able to be ourselves. Yeah. And not have to put on a mask. But yeah. unfortunately, that is life. That is, is. You have to wear a mask. You're right. Unless you get into a really unique situation where you work for a company where you don't have to wear one. I just have to be able to make us a ridiculous amount of money where they're just like, yeah, he's going to do his thing and we're just going to let him do it. 
Good fucking luck. You yeah. need to invent something that's going to make <laughs> That's really you, the only way to do it, it is to, a lot of money. to revolutionize the yes. industry, which, yes. hey, it's been this industry has been around for fucking centuries. Hey, someone gave me some advice many years ago. Computers, they're the future. Oh, that's right. That's what I heard. I've heard. This, this interweb thing. Yes. That's really pop- yes. It's going to be really popular someday. <laughs> they are the future. <laughs> Get in on the ground floor of that, I guess. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> There's Facebook thing. I, I don't know. That's I don't, right. Whatever. Social media. You It'll need be... to come up with the next social media platform. Uh, and I don't know what that's going to be. Uh, it'll be something with a face or a bird or something. There's sure. Yeah, because dick pics have been done. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we do one just based around solely around dick pics. Oh, well, fair enough. So, speaking of dicks... <laughs> I think it's time for some things. I think it is. Mm-hmm. So, Michael. Uh, Josh. Can I ask you a question? I mean, hopefully it's really personal. It is incredibly <laughs> personal. Oh, yes, I love these. So you've had sex before, right, Mike? Uh, at least twice. At least. Because two kids. You, two kids. <laughs> <laughs> you ever hurt yourself while fucking? I haven't, but I have a sister-in-law who has told me she has. <laughs> I hope she's not a listener of the show. Uh, no, she's not. <laughs> okay, good. My wife is. She'll be. She'll be happy. I added that. So she has a few sisters. Can you tell me what injury that uh, your, your sister-in-law? I think you it was said? just a cramp, is what I heard. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I have. Sorry, my, one of my brothers. Um, God damn it! He hurt his wife. She was uh, on top. My brother Kenny. I'll mm-hmm. be specific. Uh, oh, his, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> don't make me bleep this shit out. Oh, you don't have to. Editing is you definitely really hard don't have to. Yeah. You definitely don't have to. Oh no, she had something happened uh, while, while she was writing, and uh, she got re- actually really tried to go to the doctor over it, and I can't think of what it was. Oh god damn it! Yeah. Okay. It's an internal injury of some sort. <laughs> oh my! Well, it wasn't something crazy. It was something that happens. I just can't think of what it was right now. So there was a UK study done. Yes. Uh, the most common sex injury was a pulled muscle with back injuries, carpet burns, crick necks. You know, most surprisingly, the most dangerous spots for sex were also the most ordinary, the sofa, a chair, or the shower. And we understand the shower because, well, that's where slips and falls occur. Mm-hmm. Sometimes maybe you're taller than your significant other and positioning is a pain in the ass and yeah and then you end up fucking yourself up so Mm -hmm. i thought hey josh in my head Mm. what are some of the worst sex injuries on record Ooh, i like this what do we got all right strap in so there was a woman whose vulva was burned after her partner ate hot sauce and performed oral sex on her oh no yeah well, that's just bad planning. Yes, that's terrible planning. Cause, cause a little kind of a, a little acid burn. Yeah. Mm. Ooh, that's not a good place either. No, you that's don't, sensitive. That no. vulva's sensitive. Yes, don't don't hit the vulva after you've hit the Tabasco, kids. No shit. So here's a fun one. One man got a wedding band stuck around his penis when he tried to use it to help with erectile dysfunction. He 
fit his wedding band around his dick as a cock ring? Yes, sir, he did. Does he have really big fingers or a little tiny dick? <laughs> That's an excellent question, which the article did not go God into. God damn it. All right, silicone cock rings. If you're going to use a cock ring, silicone cock rings, guys. Absolutely. They're fantastic. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Highly they, they make all sorts of different types. I mean, I'm talking stuff that goes around the shaft or around the balls at the same time, stuff that vibrates, stuff that just is, is plain Jane, whatever. It's all great. I highly recommend all of it. But the ceramic stuff is great because, I mean, worst case scenario, you fucking cut it off. And here's the great part. Makes your dick huge. Oh, fuck yeah, it does. Looks gargantuan. That's fucking right. And that's all that's important is that we feel good about our dick That's size. exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters about the whole thing. So here's one. After a woman ingested her partner's semen... She had an allergic reaction and broke out in hives. Oh, that's terrible. So her partner was taking uh, a penicillin-based antibiotics at the time for an ear infection. Oh, no. She's allergic to penicillin. Damn. Well, that is good to know for for the listeners there, because I didn't even think of that, but that could be definitely an issue. I didn't think of that either i've heard of like uh, protein sensitivities for some women with uh with semen where it be where it does irritate them a lot but i haven't heard of that before here is a frightening pandemic okay Ooh. now we talk about covid as being a pandemic here's a bigger one researchers found that between 2002 and 2010 an estimated 17,616 men showed up in emergency rooms in the United States due to trouser <laughs> zip injuries in their genitals. <laughs> Folks, come on. We need to we need to get the awareness out there. So this is what happens when everyone's going through the window instead of over the fence. <laughs> God damn it, Josh. <laughs> I'm careful. Uh-huh. I'm careful. Hey, but hey, you know what? When her husband shows up at the last minute and you need to zip <laughs> up and get the fuck out of there... Sometimes you tear your shit. Uh, okay. Okay. It's an occupational hazard. We all take responsibility for it, but still. I will I will plug. They're not sponsored, but I will plug Lucky Brand Jeans. Again, the interior flap behind the zipper, extra long. Ex- extra wide. So it really covers up. That really protects you in there. It's good to know. It is. It's good to know. Yes, Lucky hey, Brand Jeans, guys. We're saving the people. That's we're right. We're saving the people. Hey, it's important to get your woman off, right? Yes. It, it, I think so. Yeah, no, it's I, it's a yeah. mountain to climb. It is. And and it, get that. You know. So one woman had an orgasm for three hours straight. <sighs> so apparently TLC has a show called Sex Sent Me to the ER, which I don't know why I'm not watching <laughs> Why it. haven't we seen I this? I know, and I need to. So a woman had sex with her partner, but when her orgasm went on for an hour after sex... An hour after? Like they're done not even touching anymore. Yes. Holy shit. She started to panic and tried drinking wine and jumping up and down to try and stop the (laughs) orgasm, but nothing worked. (laughs) So she ended up going to the hospital, and after three hours of orgasming, she finally stopped. I just have this image in my head of a woman just coming hard and like jumping up and down like, why won't it stop? Just throwing a tantrum over it. I feel like, you know, at a certain point, yes, orgasms are great. But if it's going on that long, it turns into like having hiccups for three hours. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's an endeavor. It's it's just torture. Oh. That's your, an episode. Your yeah. your muscles are contracting the entire fucking time. Ooh, I mean that. I mean we just are, exhausting. Yes. Yeah. I, I I would be. 
on my ass. So they didn't <laughs> in that specific episode, they didn't cite what the person's problem was, but there is a condition. Uh, it's called persistent genital arousal disorder. Or PGAD. Mm-hmm. PGAD happens when a person has frequent genital arousal that comes out of nowhere and isn't always caused by typical sexual arousal triggers. Interesting. Okay. Even if they masturbate or have an orgasm, it doesn't offer relief from the condition and can result in constant stress and pain. The condition typically affects women. Interesting. Look, I just want the condition where I orgasm for five minutes. Just spontaneously? Sure. You need to sit at your desk at work talking to a client? (laughs) (laughs) For five minutes? (laughs) I need to use the... Uh, restroom real quick i'm gonna have to get off the phone because uh, this shit's everywhere yeah that's not gonna happen so that was informative yes and, and i do feel sympathy because I, oh, I know a lot of guys be like oh it's cool i made her come for three hours no it's not that sounds like a fucking nightmare i would not want to fucking orgasm for three hours no that's that sounds like you'll be very dehydrated and very just exhausted. All your muscles. That's dry everything. He- for a guy. That's dry heaving. Yeah. At that point, mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's nothing coming out. Oh, dude, if it was a guy, your balls would hurt so fucking oh, bad. Can you God. imagine that pain? No. Oh, uh, because I mean, every guy's pushed their limit on how many times in a day, and you guys, everybody, every guy listening knows how the last time you're like, oh, it's gonna hurt. I'm still gonna do it, but it's gonna. <laughs> But it stops. <laughs> it does stop. And that's the thing is yes. there's a relief from it. But picture that that going on for three hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That'd be like, that's like, that's like your vasectomy, after vasectomy pain. That's what I imagine that is. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. No, Just that, that ache. Yes. No, Ugh. thank you. Here's another one. A lizard crawled up a man's urethra when he was masturbating in a forest. <clears throat> He's got I mean, little tiny lizard, extra wide urethra. <laughs> how about not masturbating in the forest? Uh, hey, don't tell it. us how to live our yeah, lives. <laughs> uh, personally, not something I'm doing, but that's just me. It's communing with nature. Communing with nature. So here's a woman uh, lost her hearing. Dur- yeah, I got the joke. I'm moving uh, on from sorry, it. I'm enjoying it. But up bum Yeah. A woman lost her hearing during an intense kiss. According to a Reuters article, a Chinese woman was passionately kissing her boyfriend to the point it ruptured her eardrum. What the fuck? She arrived at the hospital completely deaf in her left ear, but her doctor said it would likely return to normal in two months' time. The kiss reduced pressure in the mouth, pulled the eardrum out, and caused the breakdown of the ear. They're they're doing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You don't need to suck all of the air out of their head. I mean, this reminds me of like a Nightmare on Elm Street movie where Freddie just sucked the air out of a girl and she died. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I don't suck in. I mean, you know, maybe sucking on the tongue a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 and, and, low pressure. Yeah, low and, pressure. and you can do a little bit of you know cross breathing or whatever. That makes sense to me, but. Sucking to the point you blow out someone's eardrum, you're doing it wrong. Here's another one. A, a woman got appendicitis after swallowing a condom. Oh, God. That's an interesting one. That is. I gave her appendicitis. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. 
And I, I can see bowel disruption or something like or, that. Or like that. a kidney infection or yeah. something. Yeah. Or, app- you know, appendicitis. It's very interesting. Hmm. So here's the thing that I did not know about, hence the title of the Ooh, segment. This is a thing. So apparently there's a lot of injuries revolving around testicle damage. Yeah. Guys putting on condoms and trying to pull them over their testicles. <laughs> what? I'd like to say that's a rookie mistake, but Jesus, Rook, are you kidding? What? I, we're here to help the people, and and all y'all men who have never used a condom, it goes down the shaft, you stop at the balls, okay? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have no words. That's. Can you imagine trying to fucking tuck your balls into a condom? No. Oh my god. I no. Mean, I mean that's that's Jesus fucked on Christ. What are you doing? Hmm. I feel like that's someone who it, the condom didn't fit. It was too big of a condom, and they just like like well, if I hook it back here, it'll stay on. Yeah, I don't give them credit for being that crafty. No, no I think these are guys. And look, we were all fucking idiots at oh, one point. Oh, absolutely. Did, didn't, didn't know what the hell we were doing. So I can see this happening. Roll, tried to roll it down backwards. <laughs> Well, I had that moment of panic. Look, it says ribbed for her pleasure, but if I turn it inside out, then it's for my pleasure, right? That's an old joke. As long as you're not it's, flipping it back and forth. It's, it's, a, it's, <laughs> it's a stupid joke, but God damn it, it's still funny to this uh, day. Yes. Oh, God. Here's another one. A man in his 60s suffered a fracture in his penis... While he he fell while he was masturbating, he was rushing for the door because he heard his mother trying to get in. Now, I'm not focusing on the f- fracture part. It's the fact that he was in his 60s and still running for the door when his mother tried to come in. <laughs> Anybody else feel, feel that's more wrong than the actual fracture? Well, I mean... The fracture, maybe he'll get a cool bend in it. I think I think the ladies are into the bend. So that is a common occurrence as far as injuries are concerned, mm-hmm. are breaking your penis. Now your penis obviously does it's, not have bones it in it. Tendons. But yes, if you damage the vesicles Ligaments. where the blood flows into and yes, tendons and those aspects of mm. it, you need to go to the hospital fucking immediately. Yes. Immediately. Yeah. And you'll want to. <laughs> oh, you want? You, trust me, you'll, you'll want you want to. some Percocet or something for that because that's not going to be fun. Because because you you've had a chick riding or you've been riding or whatever the, the you know you've been doing, mm-hmm. and shit just tilts wrong. Oh yeah, yep. Maybe you you go off off rhythm for a second there, mm-hmm. and that shit hurts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh yeah. So you hit a wall. <laughs> you hit a wall. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your cervix? I don't know. (laughs) And finally, this is a new one uh, that I had never heard of. Post-orgasmic illness syndrome. Oh. People with this rare condition develop flu or allergy-like symptoms after they orgasm. Fever, stuffy nose, sneezing, headache, and itchy eyes can start within seconds or up to a few hours after sex. It can last for a few days. Doctors don't know what sets off this reaction, but it's more common in men. If you have this syndrome, allergy medicines or antidepressants may help. (laughs) 
Damn. You may be having an allergic reaction, or you just may need antidepressants. I I don't know. Jesus. Right? That I, I've i never heard of this. I have never heard of that myself. Luckily, I've never had the misfortune of experiencing that. But uh, yeah. for our listeners out there, <laughs> now we know why. Yes. Now we know why. But look, man. But- <laughs> You got to watch out when you're fucking. Yeah. You got to watch out. Dude, it's dangerous. There are things to think about. I'm going to wear a helmet from now on. You should. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to do do that. Yeah. Yeah, It's going to go over well. I'm sure your wife will love that. Uh, She's going to kick me out. Look, I put a little mini football helmet on it. (laughs) Not that kind of helmet. (laughs) That'd be funny, though. They used to make those little helmets. You know what I mean? I yeah, remember. Yeah. I remember back in the day. Never thought about that. The worst thing I've ever had is, uh, yes, like I had a woman on top of me mm. and we just took a bad, bad, a bad turn. turn mm-hmm. and it Got a bad just, angle. Oh, my God. Felt like your dick broke. Yeah. Felt like my dip, I felt like it was a cervix punch and a break right mm-hmm. at the same time. Not yeah. fun for anybody. Nope. <laughs> Everybody's and, having a bad time all of a sudden. And I sure as shit went to urgent care just to make sure everything Dude, was fine. You have to take I'll care of yourself. I'll pay the money. Yep. I don't fucking care. Yeah, uh, everybody, take care of yourselves. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just a scare. Fucking. It's worth the 300 bucks. Yeah. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Because if, if your little fella goes down and you don't catch it in time, that's mm-hmm. that's a problem. That's a problem. Words of advice, folks. You know you know what I'm surprised wasn't on that, that whole thing? Tell me. Uh, shit up the ass. Oh, what? Shit, no. There, just okay. Stuff shoved up uh, the ass. I will. I will. Okay. I'll, I'll do a post disclaimer here. Yes. There were tons of stories I was say, about people shoved, everything I hear shoving about shit that they shouldn't shove into mm-hmm. their bodies, whether it be vaginal, anal, mm-hmm. in your urethra, mm-hmm. you know. Yep, trying the, to peg with a th- uh, mercury therm- thermometer. Yes, uh, <laughs> that is one of them. A woman yeah. tried to microwave a hot dog and shove it into her vagina. Oh, no. It got stuck up there. I mean, yes, the, I, I kind That's of omitted those. bacteria. Yeah, I get that. I, I omitted those because... it's overdone. It happens. <laughs> Everyone it, knows about it. It happens a lot. People... Yep. The, the one that I enjoyed the most was a guy came in with a doorknob up his ass. Okay, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we try to find what we can. You yep, know? Uh, you got to use what you got available, yeah, right? And, and, the door, and the fucked up part, and this is the best part of the story, uh, the guy asked for the doorknob back after they got <laughs> it out. He needs it. Yeah, you got to open your door, right? You can't make this shit up. That's fucking brilliant. Hey, hey look, man. <laughs> I need that to get back in my apartment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, look, man. We we all need to get off in some way, shape, or form. Yes, sir. And we will do damn near anything to make that happen. If that's one thing I've, I've learned about humanity in general, <laughs> the, the, the power of the boner. Mm-hmm really uh motivates you to oh, do yeah. some really stupid shit absolutely and and just to, and for women also <laughs> yeah oh uh, yeah lady boners absolutely it, it happens yep it happens okay. we don't judge here we've all been there we don't judge here yep. we're here to help that's we're here, right we're here to educate that's right don't shove shit that shouldn't be up there up there right. and uh 
if you always stretch beforehand. Exactly. Because right. 30, 30, 30 second stretch and flex. Because as you get older, ladies and gents, let me tell you, you get that cramp in some place. <laughs> anywhere on your body mm. and that some bitch don't stop for 10 minutes while you're do, doing your thing mm. it ain't fun mm. it ain't fun pulling a muscle is not fun so I, I i need folks to understand when you get a little older you need to uh, stay away from the uh, acrobatics because mm-hmm. your shit can't handle it anymore <laughs> you can't just walk it off no I mean, you could prepare for it. You know what I mean? I mean, stretch. No, no, yeah, no. Do if your stretch and flex, but maybe get into some aerobics, get and do some yoga. Get, but how get, how much prep work do you? Here's the thing: the older you get, the less foreplay you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's always been the case. But <laughs> sex is fun when it's spontaneous. Yes, especially, agree especially with that. when you've been in a long term relationship. Yes. But as you get older, there there are more. Mm-hmm. steps you have to take for spontaneity that's always been my question with the uh, cialis commercials <laughs> is when you're older is everything just planned Do you have like a night of the week i mean i don't think either of us are to that that age yet if if i had to go that route mm. and I, i'm sure i'm getting close we, to we that. all will get we're, to that we're, we're all gonna get there yeah. no, no shame no yeah, shame. no it, it happens it's the body it breaks down it's, over time and you gotta do what you gotta do to keep it running Dude, I took a Viagra when I was 25 just, I mean, to, just, yeah, to, see what, just to see Dude, what it was like. We all do. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. What it is. <laughs> but when I get to when I get to that point, yeah. it's going to be surprise. I'm just going to take the fucker. I'm not going to announce it. I'm not going to do anything. Okay. And just, hey, look, it's working tonight. Let's do this. Okay. I brought the lube. Because <laughs> that's how that's going to have to go, but yeah, still okay. No, that makes sense. That that answers a lot of questions I've had in my head for a long time. Or you do what most married guys do: you wait till they're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Mo- uh. Moving on, <laughs> top that motherfucker. Oh, I can't. I just got a funny story for you. Well, not funny. I have an interesting story for you. Uh, about a couple of interesting individuals. So, uh, first one I want to talk about, his name is uh, Juan Baptista dos Santos. Juan? Juan. Juan. Juan was born in Portugal around 1843 in the town of Faro. Uh, As a child, Juan was considered quite handsome, fit, and well-proportioned. He had one attribute that was slightly out of the ordinary. He had two functioning dicks and a third leg. God damn, boy. Yes. Yes, he did. Two functional dicks and a third leg? And a third leg. Well, the third Wouldn't leg... Wouldn't that be considered a fifth leg at right? that point? <laughs> Good for you, Juan. Were, were they big dicks? Uh, you know, it doesn't say... It, I didn't read anything that actually said anything about size on it, but he. Uh, but we'll get into it continue, a little bit. Continue, continue. Yeah, so, I apologize. Uh, no, you're fine. Um, so the third leg was actually two legs kind of fused together into one and came with a small extra anus uh, as well. The fuck? Yeah, it technically had two buttholes. And, and one of them was in his leg? Uh, well, behind his leg. Like, he had, like... So, you know how, how your butthole... <laughs> oh, <sets. my. laughs> 
See. So think about if you had an extra third leg and you uh-huh. have two dicks coming up from in between sure. it. Sure. So technically you have three kind of three butt cheeks at that point because you'll have a third glute because uh, of the third leg, right? But do you, So you'll have two buttholes as well. Was there an a, a second anus it, as well? So a rect, rectal entry? So that is the question I did not get an answer to, and I actually looked very hard on that. I'm sure And you found did. some interesting information we'll get into later because there's some uh, confusion and identity on a lot of internet sources on this guy. But, uh, Go forth and kill, sir. Yes, absolutely. So um, the uh, talking about the third leg, uh, it had like it had a kneecap and everything, but he didn't have any control over it. It was movable. It was a third leg that just didn't work. It was just kind of laying in there. He'd actually tie it to his thigh a lot of the time, so he could. He, he was really into horseback riding, so he could do stuff like that. But uh, he actually uh, in London there was a journal that published an article basically saying that uh, when he was exhibited in Paris, that he was the all surgeons present advised that he get an operation and get the leg removed and among other things, and which he never did. Um, of course <laughs> not. He's got two dicks, man. I mean, living the life, and he was he was very happy with it. He. Um, uh, there, another uh, report from Havana dated July 1865 brought forward the claim that Santos possessed an animal passion and a ravenous sexual appetite uh, and per- uh, permissive reputation. I'm not sure what that last part means, but uh, it, it claimed that he uh, used uh, both penises during intercourse and after he finished with one, he would continue with the other. It's a fucking hero right there. He is, dude. That's fucking awesome. Talk about a second wind. Fucking, you can stack up like that. That's awesome. Or, or, mm-hmm. you can DP a chick all by yourself. So, and that's the question. Could he DP a chick? And I have an answer. Please, for sir. everyone. Because it's Tell everyone, me. I'm sure, wants to know. Because that's the first thought in everyone's head, it I'm sure. It really is. I'm sure it yes. is. Please, sir. So, uh, there was an alleged relationship with Blanche Dumas. Have you heard of Blanche Dumas? No. Okay, probably not, because she was a um, a uh, prostitute in <laughs> in the late 1800s. I like that you tried to find a better word for it, but then you just said "fuck it" and well, went for I prostitute. Mean, what's wrong with being a prostitute? Nothing. Real, nothing wrong. I, it's, I a have, perf- it's a. It's been. It's an. In- one of the oldest industries it's ever. It's a time honored career. Absolutely, it I, is. They are doing the Lord's work, in my opinion. That's fucking right. And I say that in all seriousness. Oh, uh, yeah. There's no sarcasm there. No, seriously. I have nothing but respect for sex absolutely. workers. Absolutely. Nevada's doing some good things with that, keeping things regulated brothels and all that that's fantastic and and they need to all organize and be part of a union god damn it that's fucking right all right all right sorry keeping keeping moving forward with this so um uh we're talking about uh, blanche dumas so blanche dumas was born on the island of uh, martinique in martinique yeah martinique in 1860 she had two extra breasts growing from her pelvis an extra leg and two vaginas with quote well-formed vulvas for fuck's sake. So basically, she had the opposite of what he had. She had the third leg, and then she had two fully developed vulvas with uh, complete with vagina um, in between her third, se- first, second, and third legs. <laughs> the, the vaunted fifth hole. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so, um, so after looking at that relationship, it turns out, that there's the confusion in identity. She actually had a relationship with a different three-legged two-dick man by the name of Frank Lentini. <laughs> Born in 1889 in Rossellini, Italy. So, 
little confusing information, but yes, technically speaking, if he was with the right woman, he definitely could. But uh, the third leg, it just depends on how he can kind of flop it around, strap it to himself if he wants to go the DP route. Wow. So, yeah, I just wanted to inform you. Of- all, all I have to say <laughs> is wow. Yeah. And I, so, interesting enough, if you look up uh, Juan Baptista, uh, Juan Baptista Juan. Dos Santos, uh, you'll actually get pictures of, um, what's this other guy? Is it Frank Lentini. Who, who is he? He's the other guy with the two dicks. Okay. Yes. So you get pictures of him. And he's a handsome, he's a handsome guy. He's got okay. a lot going for him. I... I I think it's interesting that he had two functional Functional, penises. yes. Functional and is it, the key word. Yes, it was witness. Uh, so when he was like 18 in the medical journal, they were writing about that they witnessed him peeing out of both. When he peed, it would come out of both simultaneously. Interesting. Yes. And then it was said, yeah, in the when he was 22 in the other article that uh, he would have sex when he when he had sex he would actually alternate between the two so he could ejaculate at a bowl not at the same time but i read one article that i couldn't confirm that said he had three uh scrotum technically and when didn't say how many testicles he had but technically it it did say he had three scrotums which i couldn't confirm because that doesn't really track with him having two dicks but you know there's how yeah, with that kind of thing, it's hard to say. How interesting, because you would expect something like that happening in the nuclear nuclear era. Yes. But we're talking the 1800s. Yes, we are. We're talking there's 1860s. No, there, there's and, nothing. And we have two cases of guys with two dicks in the same era. Fucking there. inbreeding, dude. I tell you. <laughs> That's, I think, what it is. Stop fucking your cousin. Yeah. Well, stop fucking your sister. Jesus. That's probably closer even. I mean, if you're going to get these big deformities that quick, I mean. So, know. did they live good and happy lives? Yes, it seemed like they did. Well, wait, I, for wait. sure, for sure, Blanche did. Blanche lived a very good life. She was very, uh, actually got very popular. Uh, well, you she, you said that the first guy was on display. So so I will qualify that. So he uh, did some. He refused to do any carnival work, any freak show work. Okay, so unquote, so, so PT Barnum didn't didn't get a hold no, of him. No, he didn't. And there okay. were uh, there were offers. I don't know from PT Barnum uh, in particular, but I know he turned down a severe like a lot of money. It was in a foreign currency, and I didn't write it down. Uh, to go on a freak show tour in Europe, in, I, the, in yeah, in the in Europe, and uh, he would only go to medical expositions. Okay, yeah, now, I'm sure Barnum reached out to him. Oh, probably. I'm sure. Oh yeah. So yeah, uh, Blanche, however, did go on that circuit uh, on that circuit a little bit, but she preferred her life as a uh, prostitute because she also had uh, supposedly, according to the articles I read had a voracious appet- uh, sexual appetite, and she felt that that was a good career for her. All right, Which, well. Fuck, yeah. She, if you're killing two birds with one stone there, good she for li- you. She liked to fuck, and she wasn't apologetic about it. No. Nope. She had boobs f- growing out of her waist. It makes me think of cow udders for some reason, but yeah, I'm going to stay away from that. <laughs> well, good for her. I mean, yeah. fuck it. If that's what you like to do, you like to, you like to pound, then go pound. That's right. And if you make some money off of it, God damn it, that's the American dream right that's there. That's fucking right. Absolutely. So, yeah. Wow. Mm. I think you may have 
surpassed my what I had to say this well, evening. I don't know about that, but it was different, oh, right? Oh, <laughs> I think you did. No, that was that was special. We talked last episode. You talk talk. What was his name? Carl Tensler. Oh yeah, Carl. I think it was Carl Tensler. Yes, Tensler. Uh, I did find a video at random. I wasn't looking for this about a a, a person that was comparable to Tensler. Really? Yes. And I'm sitting here trying to think because the shit he did was way worse. Okay. Oh shit! No, it was okay. Okay, I don't remember the guy's name. Fuck. But I'll hmm. find it. It's fine. But he went out and did the same thing Tensler did, Ooh. except. It wasn't just one person. <gasps> he fucked all sorts of corpses. Yeah. Well, Did he stuff them? Did he make things he out of them? He made dolls out of a lot of them. <sighs> I know who this is. Like filled his entire fucking flat with Fuck, them. I know who this is. God yes. damn it. I know the story. All right. Well, we will. I'll, I'll bring the information. We next will week. leave that a mystery, and next episode we will discuss that. There's a fucking teaser. Ooh. Eat that, y'all. <laughs> And with that, fuck you, we're going to a break. Right, Mike? Yes, sir. Yeah, attaboy. And we are back. Oh, Clontarf. (laughs) Well, you came and you stayed and you wrecked me. (laughs) (laughs) That's accurate. Hey, look, folks, you don't drink it because it tastes good. You drink it because, well, it gets the job done. It makes you feel numb. <laughs> makes all the pain go away. <laughs> Make the pain go away. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, corner? Corner. Daddy, I don't like Star Wars. Avengers are boring. Welcome to the kids' corner. Well, welcome to the last kids' corner of the year. Because uh, right. next two episodes, we will not be doing the kids' corner. Mm-mm. That's a teaser. Ooh, I'll go ahead and tell you mystery. why at the end of the show. Just strap in, hang tight. Strap we'll get, in, we'll, strap we'll get, on. We'll get there. So to end our spider fever, we decided for the kids' corner to watch a movie that's. I guess for kids. No, not really. It's not. I watched it with my kids. <laughs> Lucky you. So we watched Spider-Man Far From Home, released July 2nd, 2019, rated PG-13, runtime two hours and nine minutes. That's your standard runtime for MCU movies now, That's apparently. Right. Synopsis. Following the events of Avengers Endgame, Spider-Man must step up to take on new threats in a world that has changed forever. Hey, guess who's in this? Uh, Tomathan Holland. Tomathan Holland. His IMDb photo is the douchiest thing I've ever seen. He's got the you know sports coat on with the like t-shirt type shit mm-hmm. with sunglasses. Oh, does he really? Tom, the sunglasses. Come on, Tom. I know you got. I know you got better photos out there. Yeah, don't be a dick. Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, Jake Gyllenhaal as Quentin Beck, Mysterio, Marissa Tomei as Mae Parker, John Favreau as Happy Hogan, Zendaya as MJ, Jacob Batalon as Ned Leeds. We couldn't remember Jacob's name That's last right. episode. That's right. We just called him Ned. We just called him I Ned. called him friend. You called him friend. <laughs> <laughs> 
Tony Revelori as Flash Thompson. And Gory Rice as Betty Brandt. Martin Starr as Mr. Harrington. J.B. Smoove as Mr. Dell. J.B. Smoove. Kobe Smulders as Maria Hill. Smulder. J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. And an uncredited little part, uh, Ben Mendelsohn as Talos the Scroll. Oh. Uh. Shh. Okay. That's a... That's a post credit scene. That is a post credit. We won't talk about it. We can't talk about it. So this is written by Chris McKenna. He's done all three of the Spider-Man movies that are coming. I mean, he did No Way Home as well as the mm-hmm. other ones. He also did wrote Lego Batman and the Jumanji with The Rock in it. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did uh, They did two of those. Yes. Yeah. And then Eric Summers was another writer, of course, Spider-Man. Created by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. This was directed by John Watts. He's done all three Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. He will also be directing the upcoming Fantastic Four film for Marvel. Oh, really? Okay. And we'll see what that looks we'll like. We'll see. <clears throat> Godspeed, gentlemen. That's right. Box office, as I said earlier in the episode, 1.1 billion uh, on this. Fuck ton in a bunch. Yes. That's a lot of fucking That's money. That's a lot of goddamn money. God damn. Remember what box office receipts used to look like pre-COVID? <laughs> and like uh, I said, this this was greatly helped by it being the next MCU movie after mm-hmm. Endgame. Yes. Big help. <laughs> $160 million budget. You think they made their money back? <laughs> just, a, just a teeny bit. Just a wee bit. Jesus Christ. Rotten Tomatoes. Critics score 90%. Audience score 95%. All right. I'm not trying to be a contrarian. You are a be. contrarian. I am a contrarian at times. Yes. I, the first time I watched this movie, mm. was not really impressed by it. Okay. How do you follow up in game? It's difficult. It's You're not going to really follow up Endgame. You're impossible. going to start something new. Yes, this was yeah. not the same, uh, you know, scope wise or mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, huge, huge sticks in Endgame. Mm-hmm. After many, many viewings uh, of this film, mm. this for me is I look at it as half a movie. Really? Okay. The first half, not good. The second half. Super fucking good. Mm, what once he figures out what's going on? I'll get to it. I okay. promise. All right. With that in mind, I do give this a uh, three out of five. Okay. I liked Homecoming better. I really? Thought, I thought it was interesting. A little better constructed. I thought the Michael Keaton was a great addition to he the was. whole thing. He was really good in that. I just liked the kind of. The rookie tryout of mm. Peter Parker in that, of course, didn't hurt that Downey was in that as well. That's true. Yeah. I mean, he's in this one a lot as far as photos are concerned. Okay, I was like, what but are you talking about? Actually, oh, right. you know, starring yes. in it. You mean paintings on buildings? Paintings and- <laughs> on buildings, billboards in airports, yes. you know, things like that. But uh, no, this is a three out of five for me. I enjoy the movie. Okay. But. You're grading it on an MCU scale. Too. I I am. It, it, it's not terrible. It's still better than 
pretty much everything the the DCEU has put out. So so I, I want to I want to put this in perspective for Please. you. You're giving this half a star more than you gave Venom. A Venom. And I struggled <laughs> with I struggled with that, <laughs> but it's for two very different reasons. Yes, I, I understand. Yes, <laughs> Spider-Man: Far From Home is a much better film movie as far as how it is constructed <laughs> yes and many other things that go along with it but like venom you laughed harder be carnage, at <laughs> carnage it runs into the same problems with the humor okay and that's all i'll say about that michael please okay. um uh i love this movie i thought it was fucking great I really did. Um, I, you know, I thought it was paced very well. Uh, you know, it held my attention the whole time. It held my kids' attention the whole time, which is a rarity. A rarity. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know, I love seeing Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie. I was very happy to see him in it. You know, uh, like you said, Michael Keaton in, in uh, Homecoming, fantastic. And I thought, uh, you're going to basically have Jake Gyllenhaal fill that kind of hole of the, you know, established actor in this in this movie. I think he did a great job. I love his character in it. I love the change in it. Uh, you know, everything, everything really worked for me. Um, I, I thought he had great chemistry w- with Tom Holland as well. Um, yeah, I, 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 this was a five out of five for me. I fucking love this movie. It was great. All right. Very good, sir. Very good. Mm. Let's break it down. Let's do it. Any movie that starts out with Whitney Houston singing I Will Always Love You is going to lose a point right off the bat. <laughs> Motherfucker. It gained three stars right there. I hate that fucking song. Oh, my God. It's overplayed. The context uh, in which it was played was funny, but that's okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the blip, shall we? I've seen College Humor did this wonderful sketch mm. where what happens when the blip when everybody came mm-hmm. back, right? Uh-huh. So you've got all of these people that were on airplanes yes. at the time of the blip <laughs> falling into the... My wife and I were discussing this. What about the people on airplanes? <laughs> the people that were married, and they talk about this in the movie, that Moved five, on? five years is a long fucking time. <laughs> you know, that that happens. My favorite of the, the college humor uh, sketch mm. is the woman that was pregnant when the blip happened and then they come back and then two tw- <laughs> the baby just fills up her stomach immediately <laughs> and the joke is of course at the end of the sketch is you know the the husband's there doctor comes out uh, yeah so your wife's dead so are the kids because <laughs> the human body Christ. was never meant to do that <laughs> jesus christ but it raised an interesting question. Mm. I mean, did, did Banner think about that when he did the snap to undo this? Hey, put everybody in a place where they're not going to die horrible deaths. That's a good question because the snap, he had ultimate power during the snap, right? He did. But he, had to, he would have to have the forethought. And if anyone had the forethought, I'd think, you know, Banner would have the forethought on this. Right. Please bring every, let's bring everybody back safely. Yes. Yes. But I mean, I don't know how you have to construct that thought in the manner of a, a infinity gauntlet snap. But <laughs> what about the person that was just about to die? Like they were about to be executed or something and they get brought back. <laughs> I mean, does the, the, the shots been fired, but they dissolved before. Does the bullet rematerial? I don't think so. The bullet didn't get snapped just because just it's not person. a person. It's yeah. not, it's not a life form. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Well, 
about the guy with the bacterial infection that was just about to kill him? Does that count? I think he would just come back and die at that point. There, like, okay, I think if thank you were you. like, thank you. you know, like end, end of life, you're about to die. All of your loved ones are with you. And then you just turn into ash and they're like, oh, well, we knew he was dying. And so we were able to move past it. And then they would just like reappear in front of them and be like, I'm alive. And then they die right in front of him again. <laughs> Oh, that sounds terrible. There are many questions with the blip. Yeah, there, there, there really are. I and and the, and I'm not even going to get into the Hawkeye in the bathroom. Thanos was right, or th- sorry, <laughs> Thanos was right. Right. I'm not going to. We ain't going down Holy that rabbit hole. Shit! What the fuck? <laughs> I saw. That. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I had to rewind for that shit. <laughs> and in the the high school news story. You know, the, the, the guy sits there and goes, well, who are the Avengers? Are they even around anymore? Are there even any Avengers? And I sat there and went, "Are th- what do we have left at this point? Mm. And I made a list. Oh, let's the hear way. the list because that's a fair question. So obviously Stark's dead. Yep. Cap, dead or retired, we never really know. I'm going to say dead. I'm going to go along with that too. Widow, dead. Vision's mm. dead. Scarlet Witch has lost her shit. She's off in a cabin by a lake. Yes. Or has created, you know, fucking Pleasantville. Yes. Depending on which one you go with. True. Depending on, yeah, I guess where, where you, wherever you're at. The Fal- Falcon and Bucky. Yeah, they're doing their thing, but let's face they're it. They're not Avengers. At they're the really not. No. I mean, they're not Avengers that can really do anything about a whole lot. No, they're not. Banner is injured at this point. Yes. With correct. the fried arm. Captain Marvel, the Guardians, Thor—they're all off in off space. World. Yes, yep. and then so basically, what's left? You got Peter, you got Doctor Strange, Ant Man, mm-hmm. Wasp, mm-hmm. and whoever's left in Wakanda at this point. Oh shit! And that's it. Damn. So that was one of my big bitches about this movie initially. Was oh my god, shit's happening? Why aren't there more people showing up? Well, you go down the list and you're like, oh fuck, there really isn't anybody left yeah. that's going to get involved. And I know there was a scene in the film with, you know, where Fury's trying to get him, you know, Parker to work for them. Yeah. And he's like, well, what about this person? What about this person? Mm. Yeah. Makes he's, sense. he's like off world. When you really yeah. go down the list. Yeah. No, there ain't shit left. Yep. Especially to deal with with a worldwide, you know, or planet wide threat. Yes. With elementals, Josh. Oh, God, don't get me started. <laughs> so... It starts out pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to skip over the whole desert with Mysterio ju- jumping out at the beginning. But mm. I love that we've pretty much resolved the Aunt May thing without having to resolve the Aunt May thing as far as knowing his identity yes. as Spider-Man. Yep. We're, we've moved on. Yep. I'm happy with that. That was I good. Did, I did not need a bunch of scenes about her trying to come to terms with him being Spider-Man. Yeah. I was okay with that. What I am all in for is uh, I'm shipping Happy and Aunt May. Yes. That's. <laughs> I'll take a whole Disney Plus series just with those two. That in was it. awesome. I, I'm all, Their whole dynamic, the entire movie yes. was fantastic. Yes. I love Peter ghosting Nick Fury. <laughs> yep. It's one of the funnier. Nick Fury's reaction to the yes. whole thing. Yes. 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 Are you ghosting Nick Fury? <laughs> I tell you what, man. Every time Tony Stark came up in this, 
Mm. I got the feels. Oh, yeah. Still, to this day. They telegraphed it well, man. They did a good job of that. But why am I still tearing up about this? Because I still get emotional about this. When did the first Iron Man movie come out? 2008. 2008. Yeah. Okay, 2008. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Uh-huh. And we had so, so many movies with him in it, developing him, making us like him more and more and uh, more. I, 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 I love the bastard. Oh, fuck yeah. I, I loved, I love uh, just the, and the fact that I, I think I mourn the fact that Downey is, we're probably never going to see him again. In the in MCU? These, yes. No, And not. that yeah. breaks my fucking heart. Because he was so amazing. We get Dr. fucking Doolittle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's what we get now. Yeah. Oh, God, that's right. And a Sherlock, uh, we'll at least get another Sherlock Holmes yes, movie. Yes, That'll be nice. But still. Ugh. Yeah. I love the Peter Tingle. Yeah, man. Peter Tingle. Completely getting that wrong. <laughs> so wrong. No spidey sense. Peter Tingle. Because <laughs> God forbid we say spidey sense. They don't say it the entire fucking movie. But Why did they avoid it so I, hard? I, I don't know. I think that they're just fucking trolling people. Okay, that's fine. I can appreciate that now. So I understand why Peter didn't take the uh, the the Iron Spider suit with him. Yeah. Did you see the charging station? Yeah. That big thing? That's yes. what that was, right? Yes. That was the yeah. charging station. Uh, they had a power strip that had was completely plugged. Every plug was used <laughs> in that. I, I can't imagine what the power bill is. No shit. Trying right? to charge that suit. Mm. But I tell you what. I would never leave that thing anywhere. No. I, I would be taking that with me wherever I went. No shit. So we get to the airport, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody boards the plane. Mm-hmm. And now the movie turns into a National Lampoon's vacation movie. <laughs> and now I am out. Yeah. And this is where this the first act and a half of this film has huge problems because mm. it turns into a fucking slapsticky Slap stupid comedy fucking movie. comedy yeah and i i'm i'm not i'm out yeah i'm out okay. for that i'm not okay with that i did not like that aspect of this i hate jb smooth and martin star in this really they are super talented guys and they were, they were wasted in this. in this movie i i know they weren't living up to their normal normal kind of shtick here but i thought they were fucking great in this i thought they were funnier than shit because they just had little tiny tidbit roles there was a couple things like the fucking camera thing that was over the top come on. but right. s- some of the stuff where the where uh 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 or the main teacher guy he, he's just like you know, like, oh, great, yeah, you're fine, good. Oh, thank God you're not dead kind of thing. That stuff was great. And then J.B. Smoove every time being like, hey, man, I have nothing to do. This is your fucking deal. This is not mine. Don't bring me into this. I thought that shit was fantastic. They got too much in this. Really? I, I'm sorry. They, sh- <sighs> they should have been. I thought it was good. They should have just put fucking regular teachers in there who were just befuddled as to what was going on but not doing it for uh, comic relief. Man. All right, agree to disagree. I'll, dis- I'll agree to disagree okay. with you on that one. But hey, we're in Venice. It's time for uh, a, a, a fight with generic kaiju number one. Yes. <laughs> it's a water monster. Well, I mean, that was the whole ploy of this whole thing. The elemental thing. I was like, oh, when the first one came out, I was like, oh, it'll be elementals is kind of the theme of this. And that's what it was. Is elemental kaiju, whatever the fuck, right? 
it and, was, and it, but that was a whole thing. Is there's a whole ploy where they even t- you know they get a little meta with it, where they're like, yeah, no, everyone's gonna buy that shit. Which is why subsequent viewings were better mm. because the first, first go through with like, this, you like these are fucking dumb. This old hat bullshit. Yeah. What, what, oh, big water monster gonna get ya? Mm-hmm. And oh, Peter has to be Spider Man without people seeing him be Spider Man and. Now, the good news is Nick Fury shows up to Mm. try to save the first act. He tries. (laughs) And for the most part, it does pretty good. Mm -hmm. I do like that scene where he's introduced to to Quentin Beck and, you know, slash Mysterio. Mm -hmm. Now, I was super excited when the, I think it was the second trailer came out for this, where they talked about he's from a different universe, yes, a different timeline. They talk about a different timeline. The multiverse gets introduced because uh-huh. this is really the first time that they've talked about it in the whole MCU. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I was fully erect for that. And then when you found out it was bullshit. <laughs> My erection sagged. <laughs> and yet, here we are. Now the multiverse is playing a huge role in the MCU. Mm-hmm. So it was a little bit of a cock tease, but... I did get full completion, mm. you know, later. You did reach orgasm later. I yes. did reach orgasm later, All and right. that's it. That's what matters. <laughs> yeah, you know, what are you going to do? I love, as I said, they're going down the list of, like, you know, or the list of, car- you know, heroes that are gone off planet, and, and Peter's like, well, you know, I'm just a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and, you know, Fury looks at him and goes, bitch, you've been to space. Uh-huh. That was good, right? <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a great line. Look, anytime Samuel L's in there, oh, yeah. it, it makes the movie better. Mm-hmm. Is, he, is he the greatest actor in the world? No. Nope. No, not by a long shot, but, but he's, he's himself. <laughs> that's all we ever need him to be. And he's fucking Nick Fury. That's fucking And right. that's all we need. He's that's all we perfect need. Nick Fury. Jesus Christ. I love the fact that he, when they get into the little base there, he says, just take your fucking mask off. There's no sense in you sitting there yeah, breathing. Yeah, <laughs> like you really want to breathe through latex or whatever. And this is part one in this film of secret identities are fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I will maintain that till the day I die. I don't like secret identities. Mm. I that is one of the biggest pet peeves I have about the superhero genre in general mm. is secret identities. Well, it's it's always been an interesting concept, right? Because you figure they talk about, especially with Spider-Man, because he he maintains a secret identity despite the fact he has the with great power comes great responsibility, you know, <clears throat> shtick, right? Uh, and that being said, if you're Spider-Man, you're you're Spider-Man all the time. So why have a secret identity? Well, at that and point? that's the same argument for Superman. Same argument yep. for Batman. Same argument for all all of these exactly. characters. Yep. And you're that person all the time, and that's what it's going to be. But Tony Stark, he broke the mold. We he, all knew they were. Yep. He was Iron Man. We all knew Steve Rogers was Captain America. Mm-hmm. We all knew Black Widow was Natasha Romanoff. Hulk, maybe people knew. I I, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. But it just seems when you're unburdened with that shit. It, it takes away some of the conflict. And I, of course, I understand it's a movie. We got to mm-hmm. have conflict. Well, and I will say for like in the case of Stone, Tony Stark, it did throw him into the political scene pretty hard. I mean, true, you know, but he was a billionaire. So he, he was, was able a to billionaire we- weapons. <laughs> <laughs> 
He, uh, yeah. And so, and he created a, you know, a, a super suit thing that everyone, all the government wanted and all that. So once he outed himself as, Hey, I'm Iron Man, then his phone's never going to stop ringing. People are going to show up at his house all fucking day, every day. Well, I'm being rich helps you weather the storm quite a bit. That's very true. That's true. Mm. I, again, I, I just don't like the whole secret identity thing. I think mm. it just, it's, it's a pain in the ass. Mm. Oh, hey, I've revealed my sheriffish, blah, blah, blah. And then you end up with, hey, this is my secret identity. I can only tell a couple of people. And then you end up with a CW show where everybody knows who the fuck you are. Every friend you have knows your secret identity. Mm, yeah. And in the comics, they do kind of a job of keeping that tight. DC is much bigger on secret identities, in my opinion, than Marvel is. Interesting. Marvel's a little bit better about it. And of course, Spider-Man has always been one of the more closely guarded identities. Mm. Peter Parker has gone out of his way to make sure nobody knows who he is, including doing really stupid shit. Mm. Anywho, once we're done with the Mm. Fury and the bunker thing, then we return to National Lampoon's European vacation. (laughs) Let's talk about Edith. 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 Yes, or as Tony Stark put it, even dead, I'm oh, the hero. The hero. Oh, that's yes. right. Yes, Edith. Okay. Why the fuck would Tony Stark give Peter that kind of access to uh, weapons of mass destruction? Can anybody help me with that? Uh, I think he said, I trust you. Or what was it? What was he said? Something about something about the next Iron Man or whatever, right? He never said that though. He just handed him the shit, and I know there was a little sticky note. And yeah, I that's know. what the sticky note said. It is said that something it like, uh, and he interpreted it later as, "I trust you to find the next Iron Man." When it really was, "I trust you to be the next Iron Man." And that's the whole the whole premise of him giving uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal the Edith. I don't know. Hmm. I don't have time to look it up. <laughs> well, I think that was the, the, the premise of it. But, it, you know, again, it was a sticky note. Who the fuck knows? Nick Fury also likes to do false flags and stuff. You know what I mean? Like he did the, the cards or whatever with Captain America with the blood on him. So, so you think maybe he... Yeah, re- maybe it was Nick Fury. Nick Fury threw Talos and... Yeah, don't even get me started on the whole scroll thing. <laughs> oh, that's... Because we're trying... We're basically <laughs> implying... The scroll's... It was all scrolls the entire time they were there. I I, I don't I, I don't know I don't know what to read in on that. We'll yeah. talk about that I assume. But yeah, I I don't get why Stark would give that to him. Mm. It, it seems would, a little weird to give it to a sixteen year old kid. Yes, that seems to me to be something that I know he wouldn't give it to Fury. No, God no. But I don't. I I think he would have given it to Pepper. Or mm-hmm. happy and let them decide who gets it. Mm-hmm. it or seemed... fucking Cap or somebody, you know. Cap's dead. Well, no, was, but he, he wasn't but at the time. He wouldn't have known that. So, yeah, yes, exactly. you would think he would give that to Cap. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't get it. Or Banner or anybody fucking else outside of Peter Parker. Oh, yeah, because maybe Banner. Banner would make Banner a lot of sense. Banner would have made a lot of sense. However, we have to move the plot along and we have yeah. to have him, you know, trying to blow up, uh, what's his fucking name? Oh, the other kid, the Brad, Brad. Yeah. Chad, Brad, Brad's a target, was. you know, t- that's so dumb. Yeah. 
So stupid. That was that was a little weak. It's it? just slapsticky yeah. shit. Oh, I said the wrong thing. Oh, the glasses popped off my face because Flash took that them. That was frustrating. I punched Flash in the face and I had yeah. to web and destroy the fucking Christ. It didn't make any sense there. It didn't because it was like targeting him and he was just like waited for a long time to do anything about it. And instead of drones, where's the Iron Legion? Yes, from Age right? Ultron. That's what I was expecting to come I out. I would have loved that. Fully expecting yes. a, a, some Iron Legion to come out. Of <laughs> that there. would have been so badass. <laughs> Why is Tony Stark trying to kill me? Why are his robots trying to kill me? <laughs> it's like thirty Iron Man's outside. <laughs> that would have been fucking awesome. I would have suffered through that scene happily had that yeah. happened. But oh no, yeah, he would have to do some more shit with that web shooter and deal with that. Shit. <laughs> no, we get some faceless drone from fucking Terminator Salvation. Oh uh, yeah. Fucking well, the drones God. were the, the whole thing here. Yes. I am in full agreement with you. I love Hall and mm. Holland together. Yes. Perfect fit. Mm-hmm. They played off of each other very well. Great chemistry. The wonderful selection mm. uh, that they made with that. Hall did a great job of playing that role, man. God damn. You know who I think is suffering as far as acting is concerned? Hmm. I love Zendaya. Mm-hmm. But MJ in this has the personality of an unenthusiastic handjob. <laughs> yeah. She's so dour. The, 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 she just seems... I understand she's meant to be off-putting. Yeah, she's supposed to have that kind of weird attitude, I guess, or whatever. I she's don't know what quirky. Quirky. Um Maybe we turn the cork factor down a little bit. Take it from 11 down to about a, a 7. Yeah. Make her a little more approachable because, yeah, she just comes off as a fucking psychopath throughout most of this yeah. film. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> so they end up... I, I'm skipping over all of the National Lampoon shit. I'm jumping... <laughs> That's so, fine. So now the kids are going to the opera because the big bad is coming and everything mm-hmm. else. And Peter has his moment where he wants to sit next to MJ, but he can't because he has... This is why secret identities are stupid. Mm-hmm. Hey, baby, I got to go do some Spider-Man shit. Yeah. Go enjoy the show. Love you. <laughs> That solves that yeah. immediately. But mm-hmm. no, no, no. We have to have conflict. We have to have mm-hmm. the, the plot. That's right. The plot is very important. If Ned knows a monster is coming, why would he get in the Ferris wheel with Betty? Because he's a, uh, what do you call him, a simp? He has <laughs> the power of boners is what it fucking is. <laughs> That's right. I'm grabbing that bitch and going, hey. Let's go fuck up the street here. Let's stay away from this shit. <laughs> over the pants handy. Something. That's right. I don't care what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, it's time for uh, another fight with a generic kaiju. Number Ooh, two. Fire kaiju. Fire kaiju. Night monkey. Really? For fuck's sake. That was a, that was a, a uh, swinging, swinging, <laughs> swinging low. <laughs> swinging real low really low yeah i yes mj figured it out i don't know how half of the fucking field trip didn't figure it out it's pretty impressive that no one else connected the dots i've been thinking that all along even those dipshit teachers could have figured Mm -hmm. that out that oh no it's the night monkey except he shoots webs moves exactly like spider-man but hey after that scene (laughs) we have salvation 
Um, we have the turn. Yes. The surprise. The fantastic the turn. Reveal, the re- big reveal. that the, re- the reveal that we all knew was coming. I didn't. Because we knew well, Mysterio was a bad guy. Yeah, we could tell he was a bad guy. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Because, you know, if you've read any comics or watched any of the cartoons of Spider-Man, we know Mysterio's a bad guy. But yeah. they did it in a really creative, mm-hmm. excellent, tension-building, holy shit kind of way. Mm-hmm. And this is when the movie takes the turn, makes the turn, gets fucking good. Really good. Yep. Yeah, the whole explanation basically where uh, I love that scene, the scene where he it, you, you learn it when he gives him the Edith at the at the bar where he's drinking the juice and uh Hall's having the beer or whatever. That's a fantastic scene and he fucking he, he fucking cons him into giving him Edith. Fucking brilliant. And then you have the hologram start to disappear and the fucking little mousy dude behind him like, "Oh shit. Oh shit. We got it." Oh, That's God. the kid from uh Christmas story by the way. Ralphie. Oh my God, that's, that was Ralphie? That's fucking Ralphie, dude. <gasps> he can't put his arms down. No. Oh no, that's his brother. That's his brother. Yeah, but he's going to shoot his eye out. Probably. There we go. But yeah, that's that's the actor that played Ralphie. No shit. Yeah. Lost some hair. He did. A little bit of hair. He looks older. A little bit of hair. I feel like, again, I love the turn, and that's mm. great. I feel like that uh, this, this con, this game that... Beck was playing to mm. get Edith kind of had a couple turns that were very fortuitous for him. Cause mm. how could he know that Peter was going to just go eh, here, take these. This is what Tony Stark wanted me to do. Mm. Well, I think he was maybe planning to still work on him a bit and try to earn his trust or something. And then maybe steal him from him or something. I don't know. I don't know. There, yeah, there's a lot of real plot convenience there for sure. He was he was definitely putting himself in a position, I think, to get access to Edith. Mm. I, the whole elementals thing and everything else. I don't know how he could have anticipated that Fury would have brought brought Parker into this, but whatever. I'm mm. willing to suspend disbelief for this well, particular like aspect said, of the film. There aren't a lot of options left either. There's really not. I loved the exposition in the bar when he's sitting there explaining why they're doing what they're doing. I oh, love he's toasting all yes. the, yeah, I love his motivation. Mm. I'm not a huge fan of exposition dumps in this mm. particular instance. I will allow it. And, well, cause it made and sense. Enjoy- and it, it, was, it was, it was natural. It didn't come across as fuck forced like, Oh, and this is what happened to me when I was a child, Tony Stark bombed my family or anything like that. It was just like, yeah, you know, toasting everybody and kind of going at it and kind of dumping a little bit of like, this is what happened, you know, this is this and whatever. But it made sense. It was flu- it was fluid. And this is when, for me, Jake Gyllenhaal really started standing it's out in this he, movie. When his character came alive, man. He oh. fucking, he was a beast in this. Yes. And I am sad that, spoiler, that they killed him off at the yeah, end of this. I would have really enjoyed having him in, mm. in subsequent films. But hey, there's a fucking multiverse. There's another Quentin Beck out there. That's right. Bring his ass back. Let's Fuck it. it. If we're going to do a Sinister Six movie, which I they've been teasing, mm. maybe we bring him back for it. But yeah. no, he, he, he knocked it out of the park mm-hmm. in this thing. He, he played the duplicitous little shit mm-hmm. really well. 
well acted. He was still even likable even when he took the turn, oh, yeah. despite the fact that he was a raving fucking. Oh, maniac you always look forward this. to seeing scenes with him in it the whole time. You're like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, yeah. Here he comes. No, he was yeah. great. He was great in this movie. So we finally got over the hump of the secret identity, and thank God, mm-hmm. MJ finally finds out, figures out, finds out, mm. confirms whatever that Peter is Spider Man. In a very funny scene, in mm-hmm. my opinion. I thought that was a great scene. That was. <laughs> he figures out how much he fucked up. <laughs> he's just he's just sitting. No, 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 no. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yep, I'm Spider-Man. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Come on. I fucked up real bad. We yeah. got to go. <laughs> I, I fucking love that scene. Fast mm. forward to what I thought was one of the best scenes in the film. Mm. I thought made the base best use of the CGI made best use of mind fucking the illusion. That was fucking insane. Amazing. Holy shit. That was good. I loved how they built that. I loved the imagery that they had in it. I thought the the fucking dialogue was on point Mm. with all of it. The wreck statues of the heroes mm-hmm. with Mysterio sitting there, fucking zombie Tony zombie Stark. Tony Stark. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> fucking loved all of it. And how do you end it? He lets him get hit by a fucking train. <laughs> That's some cold <laughs> shit right that there. Was, I really am sorry. <laughs> Because he wasn't going to sit there, oh, I'm going to let you live. No, he tried to he tried to have him killed by a fucking train mm-hmm. hitting him. Yeah. Yes, he did the monologuing thing as a villain. But no, he didn't like strap him to a fucking rope with sharks underneath him. Yeah, no, and, no, no, no. and just leave him no. to, yeah, no. no he, fuck that. He watched him perish, supposedly, basically. He had, for every, in all intents and purposes, There's he had no reason to believe that he could live through something like that. <laughs> reasonably so <laughs> somebody gets hit by a train you tend yeah. to think that they die whether they're a spider or a person so right. you'd think the hybrid of which would die as well i mean if the hulk gets hit by a train you can pretty much deter you know figure uh, out that he's not going to die from that exactly but some little kid mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah <laughs> some 25 year old playing a 18 17 year old 16 60 whatever <laughs> you know it's he's fine I, I love when he wakes up in the prison. Mm-hmm. The Netherlands. Oh, yes. They're all very nice in the Netherlands, apparently. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. That scene cracked me up. Oh, I was dying the whole time. Every little bit of that. God, they're so fucking nice here. And the guy, when they lock the lock the cell. They, they reshut it. <laughs> hey, Andy Circus and Tom Hardy, this is how you do comedy. Yes. It, it's, it's subtle. Right it's neat. It's But you balance it. Yes. You, it's called the balance. And oh my God, the heart wrenching moment. And this is the moment where mm. I lost my shit and mm. still teared up. Uh, you know, Happy comes and rescues him from the Netherlands. Yep. We have that deep conversation about you're not Iron Man. And the Avengers theme comes up for a minute. And mm-hmm. oh my God, I still, I cannot hear that Avengers theme mm-hmm. without getting choked up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kevin Feige has fucked me up. He has psychologically fucked me up because now (laughs) I can't hear that fucking score anymore without. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No shit. But what Mm. a great scene. And I I wish Happy was my dad. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or an uncle. 
Right. Yeah. Just just a buddy. Because oh, he gives you that that emotional hug when you need it. He does. And no, that was good. I like the 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 Tony Stark kind of ask when he was like putting the suit together and he's doing all the same I movements. I love that. that was fucking brilliant. The Led Zeppelin joke. Yeah. Oh God, with that killed me. I. Oh my God, that <laughs> cracked me up. I like. So oh, much. that hurts my soul. It's, <laughs> it's wrong. It's, it's obscene. So wrong. It's obscene. It's obscene. <laughs> But it plays right into it. Does to, it to, makes sense to, to, to Parker? But <laughs> yeah. yeah, I what, I love Led Zeppelin. Fucking Fuck. little shit, young ass little <laughs> shithead. Fuck you. But as I, soon as he says, "Get some music," I'm like, "Ah, oh, here comes some ACDC." Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but that that was a great moment, and I and I mm-hmm. love that line. You're never going to be Iron Man. Mm-hmm. But because Tony, Tony couldn't be because Tony was a fucking train wreck. Yeah, I I love that. God, again, this is what a good script looks like. Oh, yeah. This is what good dialogue looks like. so good. That was great. That scene was so fucking heavy and brilliant. Oh, my God. And it had the nice, it had the comic relief at the end of it a yes, little bit. Yes, and it, but still, it was still in the heart kind of touching moment there and everything. And, and, oh, and it built momentum. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to, we're fuck. I'm going to kick his fucking ass. Yes. That's what I'm going <laughs> to, what are you going to do about it? I'm going to kick his fucking ass. <laughs> well, L- what are you going to do about it right now? Though? <laughs> <laughs> right. We've been hovering over a fucking <laughs> field of dandelions for, or field of tulips for yep. fucking 15 minutes. And, and if you're going to do comedy, right, you got to have those call outs like that of the reality of the situation, right? You got to be like, all right, well, let's be honest. This is kind of fucking ridiculous right now. <laughs> we have to acknowledge that and then move forward. It's a, it's a nice, uh, that's good situational comedy, right? Yes, there. it that, is. That works. But yeah, what I, I, the suit he built, that is my favorite Spider-Man mm. suit that I have seen I like in these one. films. I really like that one. Yes, it's not the classic classic that mm. like Tobey Maguire had mm. or that Garfield had in, in the second Amazing Spider-Man movie, but I love this one. I like the functionality of it. Mm-hmm. I like the appearance of it. It sticks close enough to the classic with a, and adding a, a, a few you know flourishes here and there. Mm-hmm. Won't last long, I'm sure. We've all seen the trailer for No Way Home. Yeah. It's it's going to get fried, I'm sure. But I will give credit. We're going to move to London now. J.B. Smooth. 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 Martin Starr had a good joke. It was the Voltron Power Rangers joke. That was solid. That was a solid joke. <laughs> like the Power Rangers. No, you're thinking of Voltron. Oh, that was so fucking okay. good. I can appreciate that. <laughs> I can appreciate that. Those boys did a good job there. Uh, That's it. That's all I'm fucking giving them. Uh, I the, thought they were the, good. The throughout. rest of the film, they're garbage. Uh, but we get to we get to to, to Peter in his new suit, mm-hmm. fucking straight up straddling a fucking jet. Yep, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that was fucking badass just need a cowboy hat man this whole thing right (laughs) (laughs) nice nice did you just make a dr strange lover oh fuck yeah oh my god so for you folks out there that have been born out no i'm not doing it no 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 precious bodily fluids no nothing nothing that's okay that's okay (laughs) but yeah jumping off the plane that was fucking awesome everything from here on out from that point holy fucking shit Mm -hmm. that final battle 
damn. Mm. Yeah. No shit. Damn. That was so good. What they did with the drones and everything in it. Holy shit. Yeah. Just the taser webs, you know, as he's inside the construct Mm -hmm. doing that. When shit does get found out. Mm Mm-hmm. Evading the drones while he's on the bridge. I mean, just boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. And it's not overwhelming and just, oh, I don't know what's going on. You you knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. You could see what was happening. It wasn't a bunch of just bullshit fucking cuts. It all made mm. sense. The editing was flawless. It was really good. In that aspect of it. And yep. he's just stomping ass the entire mm-hmm. time. Then he runs out of webs. And... I love how the, the just the way he figured out how to fucking jump up and get in there. Yes, yep. Use the, uh, the 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 sonic blast <laughs> with and throwing the the other piece of the drone up mm-hmm. there. Fuck, and that's not even the best part. <laughs> we finally get the spider sense working. Yes, that scene. He goes into when he gets thrown into the hologram. When thing he finally again. gets yep. in the hallway and he just closes his fucking eyes mm-hmm. and stomps his dick in that was fucking great my nipples were very hard oh, during yeah. that scene i oh, yeah. i'm just i'm pounding my fist you know dipshit gets himself shot mm-hmm. of course oh yeah oh when he gets over there and he uh uh-huh. and, and when he shoots when he shoots yeah. and he grabs it oh that was yeah that's fucking gold that, holy shit that, that was the the fucking icing on top there man mm-hmm. fucking Oh my God, you're not going to fool me anymore. Dude, so good. Oh, why couldn't the rest of the movie been like this? Why? (laughs) Why? Because it has to to taper into something because they got it. They have to build into the next thing. Taper in a better fucking way. God (laughs) damn it. Quit trying to make this a fucking stupid romantic comedy road trip movie. <laughs> you fuck off, assholes. God damn it. Ugh. Why can't Peter keep his fucking mask on? <laughs> I, this is one of my dude. It, he... <laughs> I, I'm gonna let's stop for a moment. I'm gonna I'm gonna say a word about masks and keeping them on. If you're gonna try to protect your secret identity. Or just keep yourself from suffering a concussion or some type of, you know, blow that kills you. Keep your fucking shit on. My biggest bitch from Endgame was the fact that Tony Stark kept fucking opening up his That's, helmet. Yep. And even in that final thing before he gets hold of the Infinity Stones with Thanos, mm-hmm. he doesn't have his fucking helmet on. Mm-hmm. How is he not dead? <laughs> Well, that was a big deal in, in their other movies, in the Iron Man movies. If he got his helmet knocked off, he was fucked. I want, I understand the need to have their faces exposed mm-hmm. because drama and the plot and conflict and everything else. But can mm. we just try to pull a little bit of reality into our lives and go, look, Tony Stark takes a headshot from Thanos Tony Stark's dead. Uh-huh. It's splat. It's like a like a fly with a fly swatter at that point. And and as it applies to Peter Parker and Spider-Man in general, <laughs> stop taking your fucking mask off, you dumb shit. <laughs> it's hard to breathe through, man. Oh, uh, whatever. He's get a more breathable fabric. Oh. He's able to develop everything else, but that fabric still It's a it's a na- it, it's a perfect COVID repellent, okay? <laughs> 
He can go into any fucking store he wants, anytime. He That's right. He conforms with all policies. That's right. Unless he takes a fucking thing off like he does often in these mm. films. But yes, uh, maybe after the big battle, don't go wandering uh, through the, 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 the there, tower bridge. Without your mask Without on. your mask on. I hope nobody finds out who I am. It's not like there's... A bunch of news cameras pointed towards this giant thing. I hope I hope I run into MJ and no one else. <laughs> ah, fuck you. There's no way anyone's looking towards all the explosions. No, not n- never at all. Never at all. So that's all. All that shit's done. There's a couple of tidbits at the end of this film. Now, mm. this is a rando and probably insignificant in the grand scheme of things, mm. but. The scene where they get back to the airport, right? They're back in Newark. Yeah. Flash asking where, oh, you know, his chauffeur's there, but where's mom and dad? Uh They couldn't make it. That was a reshoot. Because if you notice, Flash has a little mustache and a little goatee that he did not have. He didn't have that earlier, right? Interesting. I'm trying to figure out what the plan is with Flash because in the comics, Flash actually becomes Agent Venom. He gets this Venom symbiote as it really it it, it jumps off of Eddie Brock, and he actually become and and Flash Thompson becomes a good guy called Agent Venom. Oh. Probably not going to happen in the movies, but it just seems like an interesting reshoot choice. Hmm. I mean, Venom's now for sure in this universe. Right. And I feel like that Zack Snyder might know what's happening. I did, he hasn't tweeted about it just yet, but... Well, he did. I think he tweeted a picture of a coffee cup, which we all know that coffee has two Fs in it. Right. And so clearly... Right. That means Fantastic is, Four. Yes, exactly. So you're, right. Yes. Yeah. No, I know what's and happening. Final there. Conflict. Yes. Final Crisis. <laughs> final crisis. <laughs> Whatever the fuck. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna retract what I just said about Flash Thompson, and I'm gonna move on. Because <clears throat> that that's I don't understand why I'm going down that rabbit hole, and I need to fucking stop. Uh, uh, it's fun though. Uh, I love the intervention with uh, Peter with uh, May and Happy. Yes. Oh, that was so fucking that's funny. That's some funny shit right there. Oh, yeah. That, that's that's a great <laughs> what little... What is this? We're dating. We're just fooling around. <laughs> that's that's a great little coda <laughs> to this film. It really was. That was such a solid fucking scene, man. Watch, uh, they're so good. Watching Happy get his dick stomped. Yep. That's all that was. The uh, summer... The, the, but, but Summer fling. The, it's like... N- but it could turn into more. <laughs> oh, poor Happy. Who doesn't want to fuck Marissa Tomei? Man. I mean, <laughs> the lines are around the corner, folks. <laughs> Hottest Aunt May ever. Oh, my God. And don't get me wrong. I love Sally Field, but, you know, <laughs> yeah. I love with the mid credit scene, MJ's reaction to them web swinging oh she's like that was fucking terrible I'm not doing that ever again. i i just love it because in the previous two you know series the the mcguire mm-hmm. and the the garfield series mj mj and gwen stacy mm-hmm. you know uh, separately love 
Oh, yeah. This is way, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> but look at the reality of what you're doing. <laughs> Seriously. This isn't a roller coaster. There's no rails fucking here to keep you in. It's the same thing with Superman flying with Superman. I mean, Jesus Christ, you're moving that fast. You can't fucking breathe. No, you I, can't. And you get you whiplash. You're driven in a convertible with the top down? Right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> how, how with the G force that would be involved with flying with Superman <laughs> alone, you're dead. Oh yeah. Lois so when he sonic booms off, Jesus Christ, right. what the fuck's the matter with him? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Lois is dead multiple times over and Mary Mary Jane at least a broken neck or some ribs, something like that. I love that that scene calls them out. Yeah. Or calls that whole thing out. We get J.K. Simons back. Simmons, mm-hmm. Simons, whatever. The fact yes, is. here we Simmons, go. whatever. But uh, yes. For the Daily Prophet. J. J. Yeah. Daily Bugle. 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 Prophet. Not Bugle. Prophet. What? What's the Prophet from? I don't know, but Jesus doesn't live here anymore. No. Apparently. I love that they have him back. I miss the wig, though. This is one of those where I want the wig. Yes, because it added to it. Yes. It was the more, it just, it sold the whole character. That's, yes. That's comic accurate. Yeah. And I, I would have loved that. But that's okay. I'll take J.K. Simmons without the wig. I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. But yes, as I said, secret identities suck. And now his has been revealed, which is going to lead us right into No Way Home. Mm-hmm. That's right. And we could speculate. It's fun to speculate. We could throw out conspiracy theories. We could do everything else. Mm-hmm. But Far From Home has led us directly into No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Which any idiot who watches any of these movies would know that. <laughs> so I will kind of leave it where it is. There is the post credit scene Yeah. with... It's been revealed that Talos has been, you know, masquerading as Nick Fury. This mm-hmm. is all going to lead to the secret invasion yeah. series on Disney Plus. I don't even know what the fuck this is going to look what like. What they're going to do with I, this? I, I don't. We've talked about this in the yeah. past. What happened in the comics would be an Avengers Endgame level type of fucking thing for a movie. Mm-hmm. So clearly they're going to gonna kind of dull that down a little bit and do whatever they're going to do with Nick Fury and, and the scrolls. And, and they talked to, there's a throwaway line in the, in the film where mm. they're talking about Kree sleeper agents. We all know that the scrolls and the Kree are at war yep. with each other. So We'll take that. That's for right. They did worth. say that when they were walking. Oh, they yeah. do. Mm-hmm. So that that's going to tie into that. It's as far as post credit scenes, not the most like earth shattering ever, mm. but whatever. So what's left, man? No way home. Yeah, that's, that's where we're going. Right. That's where that's where we're going. Yes, it is. God damn it. And we'll be talking about that next week, folks. That's right. Fuck us and every other goddamn pop culture comic slash movie podcast on the planet. We'll be talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. And God damn it, we're going to not buck the trend and follow along with everybody That's else. That's right. God so damn come it. on. Come on in here next week for an ill-informed, completely fucking random ignorant drunken <laughs> review of spider-man no way home 
That's right. Yeah. It'll be the best one. That's right. That's right. Hey, Mike. Hey, Josh. If they want to contact us, mm. how do they go about doing that? Uh, well, they could email us at contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. How about Twitter? Uh, Twitter, we are at the Morally. Uh-huh. Facebook? Mm. Facebook, uh, Morally Flexible Podcast. How about, uh, what's that other thing we do? Oh, the Instas. The Instagram. I believe that is morally underscore flexible underscore podcast. And then, uh, God, there's this platform we use. I think it's a uh, is it our website now. Where? What's our anchor site? Our anchor site. I don't remember the full anchor, start of the anchor dot site. fm forward slash morallyflexiblepodcast.com. N- no, no, no com. Just no moral- com. I don't think there's a com. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's like- the, the Clontarf is kicking me in the balls right now. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, go to Anchor, look up Morally Flexible Podcast. We're all there. Yes. So, yes, Clontarf, lovely for whatever. So, that's yes, it. Yes, sir. I think Fine. we should end the show. I think we do, but I will say first, uh, the Daily Prophet is from Harry Potter. <laughs> oh, thank you. You're welcome. Mystery solved. <laughs> well done, Michael. Yeah, I feel great about that. All right. <laughs> You should feel a sense of accomplishment because I just kind of went, eh, and then I threw it away because I, I was just going to move on from that. But uh, well done, Michael. I got stuck on it. Well, right. well done. Well done. All right. So next week we will see you here for a little No Way Home action. Until then, be nice to each other. Don't spoil anything. If you're going to see No Way Home, Shut the fuck up and stay off of social media. Wait for us to spoil it next That's week. right, God, God damn it. Damn it. I and it's not like I won't give a disclaimer up front multiple <laughs> times. Spoilers. <laughs> Until then, this has been the Morally Flexible Podcast. On behalf of Mike and myself, I want to say thank you. What's left? Uh say goodbye, Michael. Goodbye, Michael. Mm-hmm.